You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blair Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. It's your Blair Vision. Wait, no. I what? fucked it up. <laughs> oh, I, fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try my brand new intro. It's your friendly neighborhood, Blair. Jordan here with Aww. Michael. But that just it doesn't have the same impact now because you don't fucked it up. <laughs> you should have practiced. Keep going. You should have practiced together. No. <laughs> Keep the intro going. You probably should have practiced that first. <laughs> See what I mean by practicing lines? Yeah, we were just running lines for Michael before this podcast started. <laughs> so I'm fumbling with my words. Sorry. But who with? Anyway, I already said Michael. Oh, it's my time. I was waiting for Jamie. I was, I was so caught up in this really weird conversation. Jamie! Jamie Cosplay. Podcasters together. We will review War for the Planet of the Apes. Together. Strong. Yeah, you can't see it, but I'm making the, the fist pound emotion. Nah. Hands. <laughs> if you've seen the movies, or did they do that in the other two movies? Or was that just the third movie? I think this is the first time they did that. They, no. They did the, the hand thing. I don't remember them doing yeah, the I don't fist pounding thing. Um, sign language together they never did that though in the second yeah, movie yeah I don't remember I remember, them doing that, no. I remember seeing it like when they well they talk. never emphasized yeah, it yeah they, they never pro- did oh, okay I'm pretty sure they did it on regular conversation but mm-hmm. well War for the Planet of the Apes features the equivalent of the black power fist for monkeys so <laughs> <laughs> that sentence sounds so wrong it really did <laughs> and there's a lot of really kind of awkward comparisons that can be made to that joke within the movie that we're gonna, yeah we're gonna get to that yeah it, for a movie about giant monkeys, well, not giant monkeys, but a movie about monkeys on horseback fighting against humans with machine guns, as mm-hmm. awesome as that sounds, this movie got deep. It got pretty dark. And really dark and very... Thought-provoking? Yeah. Like, you know, it kind of like, it kind of makes you like think about what really happened in history. Yeah. And what kind of value that we have <laughs> and what's actually happening in this society. I'm like, it's really fucked up. A movie about monkeys with machine guns on horseback makes you reflect on uh, humanity. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it? I think that was the point. Yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. It's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see movies like The Mummy and Transformers Last Night. All of these ridiculous premises that just are just ridiculously dumb popcorn flicks. And then... Yeah, this movie... Sure. It's thought provoking. I, I was mean, gonna say probably the most ridiculous. Those movies don't make you think about humanity or anything. No, like that. I'm saying, but like this, <laughs> those die. movies make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went to theater today thinking, you know, hey, I'm gonna have fun because you know, everybody like, I don't know, got me hyped about the movie. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have so much fun. Best movie of the summer, five stars, the perfect trilogy. I'm just quoting lines from the trailers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're TV not spots. wrong, but. I didn't have fun. Like, it was good, but it wasn't fun. You know what? You nailed exactly how I felt watching the movie. Yeah. We're going to get into it, but like... And it's not even like so much as a negative. Or, no. It, is it? 
I don't think it's a negative. It's, it's different. Not negative, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there now since this is what we do here on Blur Vision for those that don't know. Like BVS. BVS <laughs> <laughs> was not fun. Batman no. v Superman, not fun. But in a different way. This is not fun, but in a act. Oh my God, this is a deeper movie than BVS. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey's I mean, on a I horse track. I could you that. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. And later. But Batman Superman's clashing of ideologies was less thought provoking mm-hmm. than monkeys with machine guns. I just mm-hmm. that just that phrasing. <laughs> and remember at my anime corner, what I want to talk about also was better than how BVS portrayed Superman. Superman. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, guys. Mm-hmm. So we got War of the Planet of the Apes. We got Jamie's anime with Jamie mm-hmm. Corner. And we're going to be talking about My Hero Academia. Woo. Oh, such a so good show. Good. We're going to get into it. And then we've got News of the Week with Michael. Yes. So let's get started. Let's start with... Oh, wait. Before we get into that, we have iTunes reviews. We do? How many? We have... We are up to 72 Ooh. iTunes reviews, guys. And for those that don't know... Wow. Oh, that was funny. I'm that's sorry. Our, our that was my excitement noise. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Michael for being in our Power Rangers Unworthy fan film. It was a putty this past week. Yay. Woo. Making his acting debut. Is that is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I have a degree in theater. It's not my debut. <laughs> I wanted to be first in resume. <laughs> Michael Simeon. Putty. putty. <laughs> well, I can say it's my, I guess my post first post-college job. Even though it wasn't really a job, well, you get, you get paid in um, high fives. Okay, okay. Crisp high five. Yeah, crisp high five. Oh, okay, I'll Before, take it. We're bringing all that. We got eyes and reviews, and we're up to seventy-two. For those that don't know, if we get to seventy-five, we're gonna give make a. We're gonna have another blur version giveaway. Not quite sure what we're gonna give away yet. Maybe Spider-Man. I got some amazing Spider-Man two web shooters, replica web okay. shooters. And you know what? I will actually personally add um, the print of my. One of the photo shoot that I did. Oh, ah. and you've got fans. Hashtag Jim so fine. So, <laughs> so, so maybe that's incentive. Yeah, I mean, whoever that is, you know, like he or she can uh, contact me. What's the print? Anything that they want, like anything that's do on you have my a page. Silk one. I do have silk one. I have silk one. I do have silk version of boudoir one. I have regular boudoir. I okay. have other cosplay. That works. So whatever you want, just pick one and I'll print it. I think thematically awesome. Silk would go with the web shooters if we get that away as well. Just throwing it out there. Or, you know, let the winner choose. I mean, yeah. Winner can decide. And if you don't, you know, if winner doesn't decide, I guess I'll just send the default Silk one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Uh, So 75 reviews, guys. We're going at three more. Everybody from the I'll 51st. Just say, I'll just say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say except <laughs> you're, you're welcome. welcome. So the everyone from the 51st reviewer to the 75th reviewer mm-hmm. will be eligible for the giveaway. And we'll just yes. literally put their, all the names in the bag. We'll pick one, one. Give a shout out in the podcast. Woo-hoo. And then they contact me. And then we will give you your prizes as That's per nice. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so let's get to the iTunes reviews. We have three. Starting with... Oh, wait, do we have four? Oh, I'm wrong. There's four. Oh, even better. Yeah. Still 72 reviews. Though. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so we've got a perfect vision subject from Risky Biznew. Five stars. I love the podcast and everyone on it. I think I might be the only one who likes Jordan the most. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, yay! yay. <laughs> I'm like, why'd you sound so sad? No, because he said he's, he's the, the only one. one. <laughs> I got this well, like, like a sea of fans. It's just one guy like, yay, Jordan. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's, not, 
your podcast. Yeah, it's your Everybody podcast. Is. But that's just because I agree with you the most. Yes! You got one! I got one. You got one. Just me. <laughs> but I still do love Jamie and Michael. Oh, anyway, love the podcast. Keep up the work. Uh, they didn't say good work. He says keep up the work. <laughs> but the end of Baby Driver is happy. Ooh. The fantasies are all in black and white, and reality is in color. And the end goes uh, from black to white, uh, from black and white to color, which means his fantasy has become his perfect reality. Actually, Jamie, did you bring this up to me? I did bring it up because um, it's how, you know, originally his fantasy was black and white, and later on, the second, um, the, the same scene, but with different cars, different outfits. Yeah, it transitions to color in the middle of the scene. Because fantasy is not just fantasy it's actually a very realistic dream that will happen one day that's what color symbolizes so spoilers for those in see baby driver <laughs> at the end of baby driver okay, spoilers <laughs> at the end of baby driver you're suggesting that that fantasy black and white scene transitioning into color was actually like a five-year time skip to when baby actually got out of prison no i'm not saying it's time skip i'm think i'm saying that it's, it's more than a fantasy because the reason why fantasy is fantasy is because mm. it's never going to happen. So you're saying it will happen. be his It reality. will be. But it was still his imagination. It's definitely imagination. I'm sorry. He's still in jail. Okay. Well, I'm thinking he's saying that it was real. Oh. That it started, mm. it started as a fantasy, but then it became real life. I mean, as much as and I which wanna... is why I switched to color. But I'm and I and I'm and I guess that could be a, a good interpretation of that. But I prefer it. I, I, prefer and I would it. prefer that. But I feel like they didn't make it clear enough. No, because then not only that, because they were wearing the same clothes. I mm-hmm. want to agree with you. I really do. No, the outfit changed. The outfit was more modern. The only issue that I had was the car. That car was way too fancy for her to afford. Like, where the fuck do you get that kind of car when you're working as a waitress? You can't do that. And I know because I'm a waitress. <laughs> I guess I'll part two comes. Mm. <laughs> it looked oddly retro to me. It looked very retro. Yeah. That's I mean, why I thought it was still a fantasy. But the clothes. Look. Also look kind of retro. More modern, be, but still kind of retro. Expensive cars tend to be... The retro cars are hella expensive. Mm. They are. Like, I don't know, like, if the retro theme... And the, think about it. Like, the restaurant that she was working at was retro themed mm. so i mean maybe I, look, I prefer cons- that i would rather that be the ending but i'm with michael i wish it was just a little bit more clear if that was the case I don't i'm a dumb like, average joe moviegoer i just want to know <laughs> spell it out for me movie i want to know if it's happy or not it's like a, it's like an inception did it stop did it not yeah but that was more clear in terms of what that scene was supposed to represent you know what i mean they never really made it clear like it's not as clear cut what that ending means as you know was it a fantasy was it yeah future is it gonna happen is it not gonna happen exactly is he dead and i don't even know if it was a cliffhanger had yeah well let's get on the next review all good stuff uh next review from hubs h-u-b-b-z-z-z hubs the subject is love this and it's a five-star review i love this podcast so much and it's so much to listen wait what I, man, I'm I'm just not reading well today. I lost okay. this podcast. This you, is not. You. I lost this podcast so much fun to listen to. That's why I'm not reading this right. It's just all messed up in sentence structure. I love this podcast. It's so much fun to listen to. Love the news sections and keeps me informed on everything. I will say you guys finally did. I will say you guys finally did. You made me hate BVS. <laughs> Oh, I will say you guys finally made me hate BVS. Keep up the great work. There we go. Oh, we got one. <laughs> yes. We turned him to the dark side. Nah, dark side. That's more the enlightened side. Huh? <laughs> it is. Your eyes. 
Open your eyes. Move your Open shitty. your eyes. Let yeah. me show you the light. She's still going. Next review comes from Black Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Another Black five. Shazam. Black Shazam. No, sorry. Another five star review. Subject is Patty had a fatty. Damn straight she did. This show is. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I spit it from Flash. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I know. This show is hilarious. And by the way, you should watch iZombie. And how do you feel about what's happening over in DC with Dr. Manhattan? One, iZombie, I watched the first season. Pretty good. I did enjoy it. Just didn't follow through with it. I never watched it. Not a big fan of zombies. Not a big fan of zombies? I don't like zombies. Oh, man. I don't like you. <laughs> well, I don't like you either. So we're uh, good. <laughs> As for the button, though, and what's going over with DC and Dr. Manhattan, we need to do a podcast on that. Yes. DC Rebirth it's, has been a bunch of stuff. We say that like every week. We do. And then we never do it. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. Well, what's next week? There's no movie next week, right? Uh, yeah, there is. It wasn't there? What? Is there a movie next week? I don't think so. I feel like there was, no? If there's not, we'll talk about the button next week. It'll be a DC Rebirth podcast. What about uh, Spider-Man? That just dropped, too, with uh, the answer from oh. yeah, Miles Morales. Let's and do both. Marvel and DC Comics. Let's just do a bunch. Okay. We'll do, we'll do comic book catch-up. Oh, you know what? Actually, on top of that, we can maybe do um the San Diego Comic-Con. All right. News there's going to be a week. bunch of news. Comic books. Yeah, so, comic books and news. I'm some uh, news next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, my God. I know. That's why. I'm, that's why I groaned. <laughs> I'm about to pay attention. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a fun week. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up with our last review. And then we come back next week, and it's like, oh, we forgot this movie came and out. Game of Thrones. Oh, and Game of Thrones, which I'm ah, still not caught up on. Guys, just to let you know, it's gonna be three hours long next uh, time. It's gonna be three hours long this podcast. We don't hurry up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our last review is Brija0923. Uh, another five-star review, and the subject is hilarious and witty. These guys let it all hang out, in a good way. Funny and honest, they give you their opinion about the subject and don't apologize. That's right. Never say sorry. No. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I enjoy people not afraid to voice their opinions, even if I might disagree. Highly recommend Nerd Girl Central on Instagram. Thank hey, you, thank Nerd, you Girl Nerd Girl Central. Central. Everybody check her page out, Instagram. Plug, Nerd plug, plug. Girl Central. All right, let's get into our review for the week. Let's get into War of the Planet of the Apes. This war is madness. Leave him! I fight only to protect apes. Why didn't I see there will never be peace? No, if there were some dragons in this movie, it'd be like the like the perfect metal cover album. Like, <laughs> like you imagine that, like apes monkeys, and dragons. Apes and dragons. If there was a cover of a like a movie poster with an ape with a machine gun on a horse with a dragon behind it, I don't know it. what it is. I'll watch it. <laughs> I gotta take my money. Take it. <laughs> but this is the third outing for Planet of the Apes movies. And probably the last. Probably the last. This movie segue or has ties into the, the first trilogy. Planet of the Apes movie, and even the and this movie's been good about um kind of paying homage to the original. That's not even a trilogy. The original was like I mean how many movies were the original? It was like four or five. It was like Planet of the Apes, like Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Planet Beneath. Uh, crap. 
I'm only talking Not about podcast, you know, starting with. I'm talking yeah, about Dawn. I'm, I'm talking planets? about Rise, Dawn, and War. No, no, so no, like no I'm talking. I'm talking, talking about like the original. Back in the days, yeah. Like, yeah, I've oh, never seen those. Never seen those. <laughs> there was a lot, and they became progressively less good. <laughs> <laughs> so the first is a classic, and the all like the rest of them are all just like sci-fi campy movies. What well, do you think? Consider because you know this movie is going to make a shit ton of money. Do you think they might reboot the originals? And oh, keep Jesus. going. Oh no! Oh no! Because you mean, know how Hollywood is. Like, they see something trilogy, that makes money. They want to keep trilogy going with never the franchise. Stays nowadays, it doesn't. Like if it does too well, then they're gonna drag it. <laughs> this movie needs to end in a trilogy. Because <laughs> it was good. It was good, and it I mean, wrapped they, up the story. Because they can say this is the end of Caesar's story, but then the story continues. Because you know, like I said, you know how Hollywood is. Yeah. Well, this is the third movie. We've got. We went from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. to wait. Was it the, the Rise? Rise? No, no, that's right. Right. Rise. Yeah, well, yeah, they should have reversed spoilers. it. They should. They should have reversed it. Well, yeah, sli- exactly. Slight spoilers before we get into our our non spoiler um individual rankings, but. <laughs> it's just really funny to me that in the beginning of the movie the exposition that played out <laughs> was literally trying to justify the titles mm-hmm. like this is awesome thing. like rise of the plot they, they added like the title of each movie into kind of like a little paragraph describing each and movie and then like bolded at the end yeah, yeah. They, would, they would bold like the like the main word like rise, rise and dawn, dawn and war <laughs> <laughs> it was like no guys the order makes sense and this is why <laughs> that killed me but I always thought consider it because of the movie like dawn of the planet of the apes would make sense as the title for the first yeah, one because it's the dawn it of the apes. Yeah. yeah, the apes just came into existence. They're, it's their dawn. Yeah. And then the second movie, they're rising into more intelligence mm-hmm. and more numbers and prominence. Yeah. And then, I, so I always thought that was weird that they reversed the, yeah. the names. I don't think they felt Their that. logic is Caesar just becoming like the first figurehead of the apes is the rise and the dawn is when he but actually But even then, becomes, it's like he he's dawning. Caesar's becoming... He's, I, I agree with you. I'm just yeah. saying what their logic is. Oh, whatever. Go on. <laughs> But now we're in the war. Or are we? I don't think we... I mean, we're we are the, not. We're in the conflict. <laughs> no, Caesar is in conflict. The internal conflict of yeah. the planet of the apes. <laughs> conflict of the planet of the apes. Heavy that's is what the, the movie should have been called. the crown in the planet of the apes. Basically. That's way, that's way too long of a title, so they shortened it to war of the planet that was, of the apes. That was a plot right there. Heavy is the head. Where's the crown? Yeah. The cliche, the theme. That was it. I, I mean, yeah. that was a trope in the main plot, but... That was good. Yeah. Once again, Andy Serkis returns as the voice of Caesar. Killed it in all three movies. His the <sighs> the motion captures that man does. I would say not just the voice, but everything. Physicality. Yeah. The CG. face. That's all him. CG got so much better. I heard they spent an extra year actually perfecting the the face CGI, like in the motion capture, to make it like on point. And you could tell. I felt like they, it was almost like somebody was like proving that their technology was awesome. It, like, it, it was like it was a dare. Awesome. It's like your technology can make apes look real. Watch me. <laughs> it's like we're gonna zoom in up close for every. It's like a, it's like a fifty millimeter shot for every like, single up close. Like, like the wrinkles. The yeah. Eye, the, wrinkle. the way eyeballs are trembling. Yeah. You know, like the nose. Like the. Nose or even flaring. like when a character died, like you saw their face drop. Slacks. Yeah. Oh. They made sure it's like we're gonna show some motion of these monkeys, and we're gonna show it in extreme close-ups. So you're gonna believe it. And nothing. <laughs> That's like, risky because if it didn't look good. Every single time they zoomed up to like close to the eyes or the face or the mouth, it would have ruined the, like the entire experience. It would have ruined those moments. Like Rogue One. <laughs> yes, Tarkin takes you right out. <laughs> I think he was um better, almost better. The apes were actually CG based because mm. there was like very subtle change of emotion that we all have. And the thing is, some actors can pull it off, some actors cannot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna name anybody, obviously. 
But um, it's just that you could tell what kind of conflict that they're going through, what kind of thought process that they were going through as you were watching them. Like the yeah. way their eyes shift or like the little nod or like shake or just small puff. inflections. Mm-hmm. You guys ever play the game, um, was it L.A. Noir? I have. I played that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. How they have like all the small inflections in their faces to kind of give you indication if they're lying or not. Yeah. Like they have that level of detail and plus like times 10 KO kin for these <laughs> like these monkeys. It's crazy. So just watching just watching their faces was a treat. But you, you sure you don't want to go back to the Tim Burton rubber mask days where it's like they talk like oh, fuck you. Oh, they talk like this fuck you. because they can't close their lips. Exactly. <laughs> they're always old. Uh, Remember that really creepy Michael Jackson looking monkey? Oh, I do. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the female? You didn't see the Tim Burton? I've never seen the original. So. Not the original. The Tim Burton remake. She, she she's the one who hooks up with um with uh, Mark with Mark white, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. No, I didn't see that. Oh either. God, that was oh, that was really, you're in for a oh, treat. you need to watch it. <laughs> we should watch that after this. Yes. <laughs> Can we add just like one like we'll watch it. We'll ask Michael what he thought and. He'll say it's fucking terrible. Exactly. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> and we gotta add it. Dude had a dope hilarious. trailer, I'll say that. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. But look, watching this movie and seeing the the intricacy of the CGI and how great it is, and then on top of that, like the how great the CGI in Jungle Book was, yeah. it kind of makes me look at other movies and I'm like, you have no fucking excuse <laughs> when you see like bad the bad CGI other movies. Well, it depends where your focus is. They spent, like I said, they spent an extra year just to perfect this motion capture to make it look believable. Because they had to because all the like, majority of the main cast it's all are CG. CG. So like, they have to spend money it's I'd basically get... an animated movie <laughs> if you really think about it it is you're right you're like right. i would say 80 percent of the movie is just apes talking apes and the thing is you know what all sign language and yeah for the most and, part and body and facial expression i thought after the first movie that there'd be a lot more monkeys talking Talk. moving no, forward they didn't. but not really it was yeah, reserved I thought so for too. a select few characters it seemed like they started talking more in the second movie yeah. So I figured the third movie would just be everybody all everybody would be talking. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be all, no. it'd be all dialogue. They didn't advance as quickly, especially as with American audiences, because we we're stupid. We don't like to read stuff. No, you guys. I saw there was like a survey or something like that. We don't like to read movies. That's why foreign. Subtitles. That's why a lot of foreign films don't do well. Yeah. Yeah. American. Yeah, you. <laughs> I mean, I'm that guy. <laughs> oh, <good>. reading. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's why a lot of foreign films don't do well here because mm-hmm. people don't want to read the subtitles mm. like, unless it's like a very good movie. Well, then you guys should be glad that we watched uh, Milk Money with Dub instead of Sub. <laughs> You're still bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Her milk Money is like my buffy. buffy yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's going to bring it up every episode. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. our ammo. Let's, let's get so into now, our I ratings. got one. You got one. Now you need one. <laughs> BBS. <laughs> everybody, that's a, not fair. I, who they started? It? <laughs> oh, yes, you started, but then we all took it. We all took it. We modified it. Yeah. Podcasters together. <laughs> together. All right, let's let's go around and give our individual ratings, and then we'll get into this like within the spoilers. Um, for those who don't know, we have a five star system. <laughs> a five tier, maybe tier is a better word. Five tier system. From poor vision to perfect vision, one star to five stars for the uninitiated. <laughs> and also... Well, it goes from poor vision, less than passable, passable, more than passable, and perfect vision. Five out of five. Can't get higher than that. And in between... No! No in-betweens. No modifiers. Oh, it will, because I'm giving a modifier for this. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say... You want to start this? You got to no, modify you something? You start this time. You want me to start this yes. time? Yes. 
right. Say, I'm gonna click my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the reason why he always let us go right. first. Yeah. He needs to think. I'm what still you, trying to pull up my news what for the end of the podcast. The <laughs> oh my god, you know, okay, fine, 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 okay. Here, I'll, I'll go. Okay. Would, that, would that be better? Yeah. Would that make you happy? Thank you. <laughs> Take one for the team. Be be my uh Karen. Name? Not Karen, no. no. You're talking about the, the orangutan? What's the gorilla. Luca? Yeah, oh, actually, no. Yeah, Maurice. You're my Maurice. There Am you go. I your Maurice or Luca? I'll say you're Maurice. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> Whoa. No spoilers. <laughs> Can you clip that out? Clip that out. Clip that out. <laughs> All right. I'm good. I'll, I'll remember where it is. Go. <laughs> Before? Yeah. Anyways. Um, hmm. Like um, Jordan said, um, I didn't watch the original original. I only watched Rise, Dawn, and this one, War. Mm-hmm. Now, since right now is a non-spoiler review, is that... um. I really like visually. It was a visually pleasant movie overall. Like mm. it made me appreciate that I was born in this century to watch how technology developed so much to the point that we can actually have a movie that majority of the cast are CG based. Mm. Um, plot, great plot. Even though there's a very little <coughs> that they're focusing on. Yeah. And um, even if it had the majority of the very cliche trope, it made me appreciate how much he grew. Mm. Because overall, you know, we saw Caesar from, you know, being born mm-hmm. to up to here, like you know, him just being a king. Do you remember what he looked like as a baby? He was so adorable. He was a he tiny was. little he thing. He was playing with James Franco. <laughs> uh-huh. And learning how to sign yeah. and then reading like... Books and it was just so cute. I kind of wish they flashback to Franco in this movie since oh, it's the final yeah. one. Yeah, they they touch base with him a little bit in the second one. Yeah, in the second, yeah, one, in second one, one, but I wish they did it in this one too. Yeah, they should have done it. She got too real in this one. It was a time, yeah, it was a time of reflection, man. And and speaking of shit, guys, uh, shit getting real is that um, at one point, um, there there was a part of the movie that made me feel uncomfortable. Not in mm. a bad way. It made me uncomfortable to the point that it made me reflect on the history of our nation and what we went through and what we are still going through mm. because it didn't really change much it's just that you know the things that was flat out there just happens to be more like a micro version of aggression and prejudice our acts don't change our behaviors don't change <coughs> but our justifications change Ooh, mm. look at you Ooh. <laughs> he's all smart as shit right oh, we're rubbing oh, off on him y'all are revolving now <laughs> it's learning he's like a pokemon oh my god <laughs> he's gonna take over eventually who's that pokemon <laughs> jordan <laughs> jordasaur jordan jordafina <laughs> but you know overall um very thought-provoking movie. Yeah. I did not expect it to be like this. And once again, I'll I'll um, summarize this movie as it was a great movie, but I did not have fun. Okay. What's your rating? Ooh. Ooh. That's hard. Ooh. And I'm gonna use modifi- mod- mod- modifier. God I have to. Damn modifiers. <laughs> it's. Low, more than passable for me. Low, more than passable. Low, more than passable. 
Yep. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. So, these movies, what I enjoy most, and I think what we all enjoy most, is Caesar. Oh, like yeah. you said, watching him go from mm-hmm. little baby chimpanzee to battle hardened and morally just conflicted. Conflict. Thank you for thank you. <laughs> and morally conflicted leader. And I love how each movie in this trilogy. And I, I understand, even though I don't necessarily agree with some of the things I've I've heard online and like some of the yeah, reviews I I've don't. seen. It was too hype. I do agree that this is one of the stronger trilogies I've ever seen, and that's only because. Each movie built so well off of the previous movie. You know, I agree. This wasn't like like in some in some movies you could kind of take out one or two of the films and like you could still kind of have the third movie play out the same way. Mm-hmm. Like for like Dark Knight, even though the the whole plot device of like the the Dent Act or whatever comes from this, the Dark Knight, whatever you could kind of have that. If the, if the Dent Act came from the first movie, mm-hmm. the third movie's not any different. Then like it doesn't mm-hmm. need the, it doesn't need the Dark Knight to be the Dark Knight Rises. Like Planet of Ape is so like intricately intertwined that you need all of them. Caesar's character changes every movie, and it's because mm-hmm. of the events of the previous movie, and it's understandable where he gets to the place he does. And what I really like is that all his fears, all of the things that aff- uncertainty, security, <coughs> all come. Fear. Like, it's all manifested in the character Koba, Koba mm-hmm. from the second movie. And in this movie, Koba comes back in a very interesting way, kind of like the, the ghost of his past kind of thing. Oh, good. Yeah, where, where Koba comes to him in visions and where, in moments of weakness, kind of telling him... Moment of regret and weakness. He's like... A, um, Is that a spoiler? No. Technically? No, How's that a spoiler. Uh, Koba, Koba died in the second movie. Well, yeah, but the fact that you're mentioning he comes back... With- I mean... I guess. Is that really I mean, listen, really? as you guys know this podcast. You know what we're all about. I mean, we don't mean to. Is it really like, is it change the plot at all if you need to know that Koopa's in the You know movie? how people are. You know well, how I mean, they're, used, they're used to it. They're used I to mean, it. I mean, I don't you, care, but I'm just saying. There's a few scenes where Koopa shows up. It's not, it's not huge spoilers. It's not, it's, not, it doesn't, it's not really about the plot. If he, didn't, even, about, if he didn't show up, it wouldn't change it anything. <laughs> but it's just interesting that they, they use that as the through line for this movie. That it's those actions of the second movie were so pivotal to this war and to this entire the plot of this world that it travels through this movie as well because if anything i think um the incident with kova actually shook him shook um caesar not only as an individual but also as a leader it shook his trust in humanity and does and and in himself and, 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 and himself, in apes, in himself. And apes, everything yeah overall like kova is a symbol of his uncertainty your allies can be enemies your enemies can be allies. Can be allies. And you yourself can Ape be is, your biggest enemy. Yeah. Apes are, are like man. Men are like, are apes. like apes. It's And even in this movie, there, there are ah! certain characters. Mm. I'm not going to say who or what, why. <laughs> but there are certain characters that kind of blur that line as well. Mm-hmm. On both sides. Man and monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> monkey. monkey <laughs> I like saying the word monkey. <laughs> so it's just, it's, and it's that heaviness. That level of like character gravitas mm-hmm. that keeps me coming back to these movies because like I, like you, I didn't really have fun in this movie, and no. I even though there were hype moments in the second movie, hype oh, hype yeah, okay. moments okay. like there was a, a monkey with machine gun on a, on a yeah, horse is epic. <laughs> like it's just, that's just epic with fire behind him and second like, one was flags dope. flying, yeah, was the symbolisms like, are burning Whoa. down, the old world burning. It's mm-hmm. amazing, but seeing that play out is what keeps me coming back, mm-hmm. and seeing Caesar's progression 
through it all and seeing how he changes and knowing where the old movies go where it inevitably the apes become quote unquote the villains because they become like the oppressors that they're trying to fight back against mm-hmm. which is that that's, if that history lesson right there I don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah we'll get there there's some moments of lightness in this movie but it's overall it's it's an oppressive slog it's there's not any real moments of joy I would say mm-hmm. but there is moments of like motivation and inspiration and moments for reflection more of that i mean the thing is the only reason why i gave actually one of many reasons one of the reasons why i gave it low more than possible is because like it wasn't enjoyable as like there were some moments that they try to make like a humor mm. those like little moments that they Very make joke out of it they literally have one character to do all the humorous moments for the most part and the thing is you know what that felt very distracting to me yeah like it wasn't needed at all i think it was a relief without those Did moments it it would have been oppressive but to watch. But it felt so random. I I would rather those slight valve releases of humor than just sitting there because there's a there's a big moment like there's a big section in the in the second act of this movie where it starts to drag for me. And if it didn't have oh, moments of like humor to kind of like pick me up, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed the movie. I I still would have enjoyed it, but Goodless. it's already hard to say that I would rewatch this movie, but. If those humor moments weren't in there at all, if there was like those like little cute character moments were in there, then I would probably not even want to rewatch it at all. Like there are cute moments, I get that. It's just I didn't like that character, that specific character that was you know yeah. solely there for the sake of humor. I we'll get into it because there's also some things about his character that I did enjoy, and some things about his character that are important to the world and the world building aspects of like the the plot itself. Oh right, because <laughs> yeah, we'll of, get into that. Okay. Um, but. Overall, it's, it's it wasn't what I was expecting from the trailers mm-hmm, and from not. like the especially from the title. I was expecting a war. Mm-hmm. You it's don't really get that. Like no. we said, it's kind of more of an inner conflict that ends in a battle that almost resolves itself. So it's not really that much satisfaction from that. That actually comes from you know like in the movie, they mention how like when the, when the that quote unquote war ended yeah. itself. I kind of knew why it happened because at one point there was a quote that Colonel actually, um, the, the 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 white guy, what was his Colonel? name? The Colonel said. Yeah. And I guess I'll bring it back later when spoilers, if I forget, remind me. But there's a reason why the ending ended that way. Okay. All right. Um. But, <laughs> but overall, uh, despite it not being what I was expecting, despite not being as much action as I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Not, especially even comparable to the second movie. The second, second movie, movie was all about war. Second movie should have been. The second war. movie had more war than this movie second did, which is been ironic. War and this should have been, I don't know, Dawn. Yeah. Actually, it would have made more sense if this was Dawn. <laughs> Damn it, these titles. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It was like or rise rather rise. Rise, right? Yeah. 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 Somebody just was sleeping on the job with these <laughs> titles, but, <laughs> but you know, despite those like smaller complaints, at the end of the day, where the story took you, and where the trilogy overall, what it encapsulated in terms of um, storytelling, in terms of morality, in terms of what it was, it tried to make you think about what you could take away from it. I think it's a great film overall. So I, w- I would give it, like you, a less more than passable. Less than more than passable. Oh, so now you say low, low, low more, more than, than passable. passable. Low more than passable. Says the guy who always yeah. say fuck the modifier. He always. I don't, don't want to quite give it a more than passable. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. Yeah, 
Only only because I did have those complaints. I did feel... I was literally checking my watch in the halfway point. Like, all right, we're, we're <laughs> wrapping up. It, it went into... I don't think it's forced to say. It becomes almost like a prison break movie in the middle of the movie. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what was the really famous um, prison movie? Shaw- Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, it just... it Because it wasn't what I was expecting, plus mm-hmm. it was a type of movie that I usually don't really necessarily like. And it was oppressive, <laughs> and it became very much a reflection of our own society. Yeah, it was which, depressing overall. Yeah, it became kind of depressing. <laughs> yep. But then the, um, the climax brought it around for me. Did it really? Yeah, it did. It really did. Just the, just the message. Oh, okay. The message was brought around for me. Okay. And then the the how the story wrapped up. I don't know. Like I kind of disagree with the ending because it felt... I wasn't really satisfied with the ending. Oh, I was so satisfied with that ending. Like, we'll get into it. Let's wait for Michael. Okay. What do you think, Michael? Are you done? We've, yeah, yeah, we got okay. we got two. Uh, what I was say, I've been pretty quiet while y'all giving your views because I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my news together. Yeah. So that's why I was like, no. because here at Blur Vision we are timely. <laughs> <laughs> I we, am. I am. We don't procrastinate. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm always late to shit, so whatever. But I disagree with both of y'all. What? Oh. I had. Oh. I had fun during this movie. Oh, he had fun. For <laughs> him. And uh, I'll start my rating first. Like, woo fun? Like, woo! No, not that type of... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we meant. We, were, we yes, didn't that's have, what like, we mean. It was intriguing. It was, you know... But it wasn't entertaining. I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't entertaining. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... It's not well, a roller ride of happiness. No. <laughs> no. That's what no. we mean. I had way more fun watching Baby Driver than this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get Even it? though Baby Driver ended sad. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. I still had fun. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Right. Good for you. I mean, I get what you guys are like not. It wasn't like a good happy romp type of movie, but I think the reason I had fun with this movie going back to what you were. saying. <laughs> I hate monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Those are his next words. That's apparently what that was. Racist. <laughs> To be fair, I mean, we have this this minor team. Asian people used to be made fun of by being called yellow monkeys. Hmm. So we've all got that monkey moniker. Yeah. yeah. So. Racism all around. Racist. If you're listening, you're not black or Asian, you're racist. racist. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. We love you. Yeah, just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, I think the reason I had more fun and enjoyed this movie more, because I give it a high more than passable. Oh, High wow. more than passable. Yeah. It's not a per- it's not a perfect, but I definitely give it a high more than passable. I was originally gonna say a medium high more than, passable, but I was like, what that's too much. That's just more passable. That's too much. No, medium, no, it's no, more passable. It's, no, it's the just fuck? above. It's just above more, but not quite high. But that's too wait, much. Okay, wait. No, I need to understand this. I, I give it like a, a like a nine point. If if, I, if we're doing numbers, <laughs> we're doing numbers. I would give it like a nine point two. What is it? Nine point two. Perfect. Is that a thing? No, a nine point two no. would be no. A ten would be a perfect. I don't get this anymore. Uh, I guess. I thought I was like 9.5 to 10 would be a perfect. I said a 9.2. I'm confused though. So a 9.5 would be a high a more than passable. Low more than passable. Okay, the, the, it goes low more than passable. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's low more than passable. <laughs> Do we have to write this more down? More than passable. Medium more than passable. High more than passable. Can we not do medium? <laughs> medium, medium is the score. The, the, the in between of a low and a high is the score it's itself. <laughs> no. <laughs> my gosh. Chaos. <laughs> Oh, don't, mess, don't mess with my ratings. You're my Cobra. <laughs> oh, shit. 
fuck you. I'm late. I'm just late. Well, anyway, I, I'm going keep it. I keep it at a high more than passable. And the reason I give it a high more than passable is more so because I'm looking at the, looking at the trilogy overall. Okay. Like, I feel like this is like a a perfect ending of perfect what is the footnote to 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 the trilogy of the of the movies like going from caesar's like how caesar began to how he ended like it told a story perfectly and yeah there were some moments in the movie where that they could have done better like uh the fact that you mentioned there wasn't much war in war of the planet of the apes Mm -hmm. but Maybe the least amount of work. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact, but the thing that I was looking at, because these stories or these movies were more about Caesar than they've been about the apes or the conflict with the humans mm. or anything like, anything like that. They were more Caesar focused. Yeah. And so considering that there wasn't like a, uh, like an external war, he had a war going on inside himself. Yeah. Dealing with the fact that, and I'm thinking that's more probably that could be probably what the what the war title uh, in, in indicated more so than like we were thinking probably is going to be like a big conflict between the humans. That's and not the, what the trailer sold me, Michael. No, that's not what the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they got to give people in, kind of like when we had the issue about Tony Stark and uh, they sold you that like, he was going to be in this whole movie, but then yeah. when you got to the movie, he wasn't really in it that much. Damn trailers. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like, cause I feel like the 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 war was the conflict between like when uh when Maurice or Marquise, or what is his name starts with Maurice. A. Maurice. Maurice. He was like, "You're becoming Coba." Yeah. And that was his conflict. That was the war, cause cause had he become Coba, with him being the leader, like had he taken that extra step, like the apes could have been like the 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 way they approach things could have just changed dramatically cuz they they were more compassionate and and forgiving in in terms of uh like uh what am i trying to say uh humanity more accepting of humanity cuz he even said like i didn't start this war but i'm going to do what i <clears throat> i'm going to do what i, I uh, do what i can to protect my apes but had he gone the extra step and become more like Koba, it would have just been an all-out free-for-all, like, fuck humans, everything, you know. It, it, honestly, it just would have all fallen apart. Yeah, it, everything would have fallen everything. apart, yeah. And that's what he kind. That's why he kept trying to push... Let's get into sports now. That's why um, Caesar kept trying to push away his few remaining allies mm-hmm. when he tried to attack uh, the colonel in this movie for very justified reasons. Let's get into those reasons right now. Because he killed, he killed, he killed his, killed his son, he killed his son and, and wife. wife, both, bruh. And were you, you guys were like me when you saw the 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 son show up like in the beginning of the movie? It was like, like oh, he's mad. Oh, he embraces his beautiful hug. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently he's banging he, some other girl named Lake. <laughs> not only that, you know, like he actually came back for a long journey of finding a new home. He's the one that found the new ape utopia. Yeah, and he came home, and then what do you know? Just Bam. to be killed. And once again killed by a traitor. Mm-hmm. This and movie being Winter, the white albino white, ape. White albino you. ape. Winter can't, is coming. Not can't. just ape, gorilla. Gorilla. Can't. Remember, hey, it's gorilla. Don't trust gorillas, can't. man. Don't trust white and gorillas. And now it's Winter is coming. Because think about it. Um, Caesar almost lost his wife in the movie, too. Because she sickness. was sick. From the yeah, sickness. she was sick. Mm-hmm. But people helped him in that case. Yeah. In but then case, now people killed her. 
I knew as soon as that monkey got away from the winter, I'm like, that don't seem right. That seems kind of odd. That <laughs> that that monkey was like, he was tied up and then he's got away. I I don't know. The thing is like, I mean, when I saw the albino gorilla and I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I was hoping that he would be like a badass, you know, good gorilla. Also my first prediction. Right? Nope. That's what and I thought like, too. Oh, no. That's what I thought too. Oh no, why'd you do that? Because the gorilla's always been holding down Caesar since the first yeah, movie. Yeah, Luca. Yeah. And this one, most of the traitors were the gorillas. Yeah. But there's also, his Luca. main homie is Luca. also a gorilla. Yeah. Luca. Yeah. <laughs> Who died protecting him. That's why, that's why I like the like, stuff, like small things like that. Like we've kind of touched on before, there's some humans that are good. There's some apes that are good. There's some humans that are bad. There's some apes that are bad. In the movie, more humans were bad than good. But there was still that duplicity of like, there are still innocent humans, like uh, the the human that they adopt, Nova. Nova, Nova, who ends up becoming the main female. Like, we looked it up. We yeah. looked it up at the movie. <laughs> Nova, wait, that, no, like who? Nova, who, what's that name? Yeah, she becomes the um, the mute love interest mm-hmm. for was it Charlie Heston's character? That's his name? Charles yeah, Heston? Charlie something. Charles Heston. I don't remember. Charlie something from Charles the first movie. Something. Yeah. So which is interesting, but she's kind of like the innocent human character in this movie, whereas Winter is a, is an evil ape. That betrays mm-hmm. him. And Same the, thing and with a donkey. I don't remember his. Was this his name Donkey? I mean, they were all named Donkey. Yeah. All, yeah. all the all the apes had like the the moniker of Donkey. When yeah. If he had a name, that. I don't remember. Mm-mm, I don't remember hearing yeah. his name. But we all know that gorilla, the traitor asshole gorilla. Fuck you. Yeah. Really fucked over Caesar from the beginning of the movie to the end. Mm-hmm. But in the, his last moment of redemption, became an ape once more. Yeah, a Darth Vader <laughs> moment. Yeah. Well, because remember, um, Caesar was talking I don't know the donkey had him tied up at one point he said something about you know you're a human but you're ape yeah. and then so therefore donkey yeah, died let them call as an you ape donkey. instead of you know dying serving humans he died as an ape yeah protecting his own kind and, and the 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 analogy to slavery in that like that, we, were, we were saying Uncle Tom girls yeah. Like, yeah. and the thing is like that's where I felt uncomfortable yes there's, that, there's a very very poignant whipping scene Visually, I mean, I, you know, you see people like to, not people, sorry, apes working. I'm like, okay, they're working. At one point, you know, um, I think one of the and mind you, like they haven't eaten or drank water for like days. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you know, they're fatigued, and one of them made a mistake, and I think part of the wall that they're building collapsed. So what happens? You see this donkey gorilla comes up drags this old looking yeah, he's old. he was definitely old, was old, old and Macy, the at this point none of the apes had eaten or <laughs> drank any, any water since they had been in these like basically slave camps yeah and whipped him yeah. like whip yeah and i'm like ooh, you know and, what and caesar does a thing that reminded me of the first movie where he spoke Leave for the first him. time was no and it made the whole theater go quiet, quiet. The first movie when he said that so when he said leave him i was like a caesar yeah <laughs> Because his voice was booming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't... Voice of authority. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the thing is that um, some people may um, look at the history of the slavery as a matter of fact and just a history. I don't know. Like, I guess I'm a I'm an emotional person. So, like, learning about the, the, that part of history always made me uncomfortable. <coughs> and seeing it made me uncomfortable because, you know what? It, it reminded me that it hasn't ended. I mean, we're not living in the period of slavery but we still have racism like that slavery automatically like 
connected to racism and it made me just like uncomfortable as fuck. You want to get deep? We can say that the prison system is a modern day prison, <laughs> modern day slavery. But hey, mm. whoa, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Blur vision. That that jumps. <laughs> <laughs> this is for fun, right, guys? <laughs> but just, just that, and that's you're talking about a section in the movie that becomes very much Dark. like a slave movie. Mm-hmm. Becomes very much like a prison break kind of movie. It's it's very much being oppressed mm-hmm. the entire middle section of this movie mm-hmm. we didn't really talk about like how the movie begins we, we kind of just we're jumping all over the place but i think it's important to know that since the events of the second movie with koba killing uh, like um starting the war that the military has been chasing down and assa- like basically assassinating apes trying to get to mm-hmm. caesar mm-hmm. from between the second and third movies this movie opens and i thought it was cool the movie opened with from the perspective of the humans trying mm-hmm. to kill caesar and failed and failing but it shows you that they, even in between movies, they, they visually show you that the apes are still passive. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones attacking. They're the ones just trying to hide live their lives. Meanwhile, it's the humans hunting them down just pretty Actively. out of fear. Mm-hmm. Actively out of fear. They that's, human, that's human nature. Mm-hmm. We do stupid shit. Out of fear. <laughs> you yeah, you not do anything, bro. We're like, just leave them alone. Yeah. Just like, no. It is our God-given right. <laughs> and we kind of get into that, too. But... So they get defeated in the very beginning of the movie. And Caesar does what we, we know Caesar to do, mm-hmm. shows mercy. He lets the soldiers, the few mm-hmm. remaining, like, I think it's like, there's like four of like, yes, probably like two dozen soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lets them go and gives them a message to give it the colonel, hey, like if you just stop fighting, if you mm-hmm. stop attacking us, we don't want war. I didn't start this war. I love the exchange between Morris and Caesar after that because Morris asks um, Caesar, saying, do you think they will deliver the message to mm-hmm. Colonel? And Caesar goes. They are the, they message. Are the, they message. Are the message. Yeah, and that's strong. Brilliant. Absolutely. Also, like very smart. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why this monkey's the leader. <laughs> <laughs> ape. Yeah, ape. I'm sorry. I like saying monkey more. <laughs> ape. I like more monkey. They're not ape. apes. Not monkeys. Yeah. So you see like the beautiful reunion scene with mm-hmm. um, Caesar and his, Caesar son and his son and the whole family and all that good jazz. Just to rip out your heart because the colonel doesn't listen to the message. Mm-mm. Ends up going to the the the, the village. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the fucking winter. Because winter betrayed them out of fear, gave them the location, and had those humans come and basically destroy mm-hmm. everything Caesar built. His everything. entire everything he was working for to protect in the mm-hmm. second movie is lost in the intro of this movie. Gut punch. Like, how did you guys feel about that? Like, was it surprising? Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that to happen, especially considering that the son played like such a big role in the second movie. I yeah, him coming around. Like yeah, I figured like he was gonna be like because. I kind of figured Caesar was going to die at the end of this movie. Spoilers, Michael. I yeah, mean, we already, said, we already <laughs> I was say we already said that, but yeah, I kind of figured Caesar was going to die at the end of this movie and the torch was going to be passed to his son. That's how I thought it was going to end. Right. Yeah, that's Not that son now. Yeah, not that. But, <laughs> yeah. The baby one. The baby son. <laughs> but so yeah, that caught me off guard. I mean, that hurt my heart. <laughs> it kind of felt like Cause I, cause I'm just catching up the Game of Thrones, so I just got to the part where Oberyn dies. Yeah, that's that's exactly that. how I felt in that moment. I was like, I just flicked through this shit earlier. <laughs> no, I mean, not like, again. Looking back, the moment that they um revealed that the death of his son and his mom, like over the intercom it too, done, like it was King, King Kong, Kong is, down. is down, and you see Caesar's expression change. Like, what the fuck? What does the fuck that does mean? that mean? He shows up. He makes eye contact with um Colonel. Colonel looks to the side, like right next to Caesar, so he looks back. Yeah, he, he follows turning, the Colonel's we gaze. Follow, and then Caesar follows his gaze, and then the camera follows Caesar turning, and we see two dead apes, 
and we see that's his son mm. and his mom and, and his, then right and there his wife. right there he went full ape his <laughs> expression changed completely yeah you know how sometimes a lot of uh, times say people say that like, you can't read emotions in the eyes yeah you saw did you see that like, every like, every oh. every moment of emotion in this movie was done perfectly with the, the expression of these, these monkeys emoted better than people do yeah. like, I don't know how it's possible computer <laughs> yeah so in that moment I, I was I was shocked I didn't think that was gonna happen Mm-mm. so I it was completely justified for him to go at that dude's throat and I, in the beginning of the movie I was behind Caesar's decision mm-hmm. to go after him by any means necessary yeah I mean, he went ape shit Ape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> oh God, save but, me! So after that, the other apes decide to go to that new paradise mm-hmm. that um, Caesar's son to. found. Mm-hmm. But Caesar decides to go off his own. His main crew, which I would call the Suicide Squad, of this movie is <laughs> Luca. It's Howling Commandos. Morris, it's Howling Commandos. Yeah. What was it? What was his name? Like it's and Luca Morris and the the other guy. Not happy. Luca Maurice. Trigger. No. What's his name? And come on. Someone, I named uh, two. Uh, Rocket. 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 There we go. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He was jacked. That monkey was yeah. muscular. <laughs> <laughs> but he pushes like the his people away to go after revenge, and that therein lies where the transition to Koba begins. Well, I think it's important. He let his his darkness, and he even says it toward the end of the movie. He let. Like that was the example of him letting the hatred. his hatred overtake him. Mm-hmm. His better judgment. He should have stayed with his people. If Caesar had stayed there, there's a possibility that they might not even run into mm-hmm. um, the humans to be captured exactly. later. Remind you, like it's not that he pushed them away; he left them, and yeah. that's the reason later on to die. Really, because he die. knew he was a suicide yeah. mission, but he and, wouldn't do it anyway. And the thing is, remember, like I think it's really important that we say that he left them instead of like he pushed them away because that's the reason why they were mad at him. Yeah, because they felt like they were abandoned by him. Because mm-hmm. he does all that just to end up being captured himself. Yeah, <laughs> thrown in the same prison with them. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the second act begins and we get that long prison break prison movie. Break. <laughs> but along the way, we meet characters like Nova, who is the um, the only human character that's on the ape side of this Little movie. Little girl. Little mute girl. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the disease that's killing off... Mm, Not killing, killing off. off. Well, it used it was killing it off was, humanity. It was. Was Nobody, it really it killing, stopped. killing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was killing off humanity in the first and second movies. That was like the oh, main threat. Oh, it was threat. that one, yeah, right. But that same disease turns out in this movie that it... it the strain mutated, mm-hmm. and now it's making them basically like apes. Apes. Yeah. Like, making, can't talk, and yeah. then they kind of, like, dumbed them down. The irony bit. is, while well, well, apes smarter. used to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, well, they, while the apes are getting smarter, the humans are getting dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're swapping. Yeah. De-evolution. Mm. So we get Nova in this movie. I mean, what did you guys, how did you feel about her character? I mean, I get the, I get what they're trying to do with Nova. Tying it into the first Tying movie? Tying into the first movie and also you know like letting showing that um that even ape like the thing is like caesar right now at this point hates colonel right now he has every reason to hate all human beings yeah but he still decides to take well it was morris more likely it was morris yeah morris not like like i mean doing for always has a thing for children maurice maurice always has a thing for children you know he's such a caregiver Mm. and the thing is a caesar not even just children but humans too because he he uh hung out with that family in the second whole family and then remember the boy who gave him the book and whatnot yeah and then when the the, when shit was about to go down he looked at the family he was like run Mm -hmm. yeah maurice is like Caesar's good conscious. Cobra's yeah. like his, mm-hmm. his negative conscious. Um, well, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So um, <coughs> Caesar had every reason to abandon her, but he didn't. Mm. So like I guess in, in a way, him 
embracing and taking her to the journey kind of shows how sympathetic he still is. Yeah. And not only that, he she's like a, basically like a hope of humanity at that point. Like it's a new generation. Well, he's not like the colonel. He does show mercy. That's he the does. difference between him he and the worst part of humanity. He shows mercy. Yeah. And I I mean, does she have to be white? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean to connect to the, I guess, the originals. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the only complaint that we really had is like just the scene with with Luca and her just is like wow this is like King Kong right here yeah (laughs) the scene where you know with gorillas silverback gorillas and white girls I don't get it Nova was under this cherry blossom tree I believe and then Mm -hmm. she's looking at the flowers being amazed and then you know Luca comes up Luca reaches up plucks this flower and then puts puts it it right behind her ear and they have this really cute moment of like smiling and being a little shy and then Caesar comes out and then Luca just like huffs and then like turns away quickly and runs away like um like a tsundere it's like oh shit no one should know that I kind of adore her fuck run <laughs> what and then and because the, it ties hey, girl, up girl you want to climb up a big empire state building that's, oh, why, I, that's why I said I was like is he trying that's why I was like is he trying to hit on her because no, when Caesar because when Caesar came he, when Caesar came he like oh shit I got caught <laughs> I, know. I mean overall I think you know, overall just, he just adored her like just trying to protect her because she's so alone in a way you know I, I don't know I, it just moved me a lot because later on when Luca dies She's crying. She's yeah, bawling she's her eyes out. So, and eventually, she still had the flower behind her ear, and she, you know, took it off, and then put it right behind Luca's ear, and then Luca just smiles. He smiled, and then, and then that's then when he, he died. Dies. Yeah, like, and that smile fuck? was heartbreaking. I know. What the oh, fuck? Man, it's like it's like the emotion in these monkeys' faces. <laughs> like, <sighs> this movie was very like emotionally <laughs> exhausting to watch. I think that's another reason why I didn't have fun. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> My heart is shattered. Too much pressure. Too much tired. death. Too much. And, and not enough. Like I, I was expecting. I was expecting with all the oppression in the second act not that there was enough, gonna be like a big third act climax. Like victory. yeah, monkeys. No. There no. was no <laughs> enough vic- victory, satisfaction, or um, grab gratification. Gratification. Yeah. I mean, the ending was they they found their paradise, their promised land. I think what she's referring to is gratification, yeah. but that's the, the point. It subverts what you're expecting, which is that revenge story. Which you're what you're going, you're like Caesar, where you're just gunning for revenge. And I think maybe that was the point. They, they committed an act so atrocious, atrocious, yeah, atrocious. so atrocious that like Caesar, all you're thinking about is like kill that guy, kill that guy, kill that guy. And when you ultimately get to the end, and you realize that killing him wouldn't really make the things that he took away like it wouldn't bring those things back yeah. Yeah. essentially he had a Black Panther moment yeah. in Civil War where his his motivation was revenge because you killed my father that's why he was going after Winter Soldier until he found out it wasn't Winter Soldier it was the other guy but then when he got to that moment he's just like yeah I'm not I'm not doing this and like, anything revenge took more away than he got back like I he, mean, Luca died and even Maurice told him as such when when Luca dies like we could go back now we're losing to like we don't have to lose more than we ever already lost we just stopped and now. then it even Look, turned I, and then it even turned I out the it. fact that Caesar didn't get his revenge he ultimately got his revenge because what though his he had a a worse outcome in the fact that he became what he fought against uh, in terms of colonel yeah colonel fucking touched the doll yeah so that's what I'm saying he became what he was fighting so that, Look, that's I, the that's the best revenge. I get it. I yeah. get it. This you know this and the movie bittersweet is, moment of the suicide. This movie is supposed to teach us a lesson of you know some you know you know overall let go of like the grudge and you know your desire for 
the revenge and whatsoever. I get it, but you know what? I guess I'm too primitive because I <laughs> need that violence. I He's needed like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I want blood. I, I I wanted blood. I did. I mean, it hurt me when Caesar was holding that gun to the colonel's head at the end. Where like even then he had a chance to just leave. But he's like, nah, son. That motherfucker killed my family, son. I can't let it go, mm-hmm. son. <laughs> like Cobra, I can't let the hatred go. I love that he even said that. Like in his like, mm-hmm. he had the, the clarity of mind to go like, it you know what? Him? I'm still not right, mm-hmm. and I know if I don't kill this guy, I'll never be right. Mm-hmm. And in going to do so, he realized that killing this guy at this point is not going to make me feel any different. In a way, that was and him it, showing yeah, like mercy. The, the tear that you saw going yeah. down because he wants to do it he so badly. He wanted to do it so bad. But well, then when the guy it. literally put the gun to his head too, like, I want you to kill me. Mm-hmm. It's like, in my mind, I'm like, you're making this not enjoyable for me. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, man. You're messing this up for exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Caesar's like, it's it subverts that expectation, which is, I think is a great twist for the movie because it, 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 it puts you in the perspective of the main character all the way through. I, I get it. It's a great but twist. But it's not satisfying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, what I, I want. I want you to I, die, but oh. all right. <laughs> Kill I, yourself. Die by your own words. You're so fucking, like he was just, because the character himself, the colonel, gave his whole backstory speech about how he killed, was his, his daughter? His own son. His son. His son. Because he had the disease and mm-hmm. by killing him, and he had, to, he had to think about it, he had a gun in his hand, thought about it for a long time, but he, Finally decided that by killing him, and they cleared he was doing, him. Yeah, like, he's doing. You know, that's purified him. I'm like, what the fuck? It's crazy talk. But see, it, that's why I was the best for humanity. But yeah, but that's why I was satisfied because he ultimately became what he hated. That's usually that's like the best. Not necessarily revenge, but that's uh, always the sweetest thing when you become the thing that you hate. Yeah, no, I wanted yeah, that's I, great. That's yeah, great in a moral level. But, <laughs> but, but I, I, I wanted him to die. Like, Cole bam, wanted, like well, well, he still died, but no, you know I mean, like he still wanted, died. I wanted to get him killed. Kill him. <laughs> I wanted him killed. Oh, you know how you, you wanted people that are really bad to die from like, like no, dying is too good. You gotta be tortured. That's like, what. Yeah. That's 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 the thing. Like, that's why I love that moment because he. He didn't. Ju- it wasn't just the fact that he kind of like why I said uh, I was unsatisfied with Joffrey's death because exactly. I felt like it happened too quickly. Yeah, I wanted Joffrey to suffer. In that moment, I feel like he suffered because even though he no, died, he didn't even suffer. He only like just he, turned. He did. he did. Not like he but didn't. He, wasn't, he didn't I've, physically suffer, but he mentally suffered because he became the very thing that he was fighting. Yeah, he was cognizant. He knew. That's why he was so like. That's why he wanted. That's why he see. wanted to die so badly. Yeah, I wanted him to. I look. And so, you know what so I wanted. For, so for me, you wanted Caesar to just go ape shit. Yes, and beating the shit I wanted that. I so wanted no. that. So I needed for my that. son uh-huh. and for my mother. Yeah, that's what so I wanted. Me, you want like the over moment. 300 <laughs> moment. Like, this is what it is. It's like, fuck him up. I wanted that. So for me, I would have actually enjoyed it more if Caesar didn't let him kill himself. He would have let him stay alive. I'm like, no, I'm going to take you and let, you're going to be my oh, prisoner. Take, you're going to live. Yeah, take the gun. And, and you're going li- to live the huh. rest of your life as this fucking mute. I thought that's what he was going to do. I thought he was going to take him as the first slave. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, Because uh, in the future movies, they flip yeah, and the rather human, than monkeys yeah. being the ones that are enslaved, it's the humans. So I thought, like, you know what? You're the first. <laughs> you're going to be the first human slave. That's like, because Nova's not really a slave. She's like, no. no. She's even almost part of the tribe. They call her an ape. Mm-hmm. So he would have been the first, like, dark step but that's I also don't want that either I don't want him to be I don't, no, I don't want Caesar to be tainted <laughs> so I like they went that route well don't even make him a slave just keep him a, just as a prisoner even then like 
the whole point of the like character you're going Caesar to monkey, is like showing mercy. Jail. So I get why they, I get why the why they did what they did. You know, it's like it's Caesar showing mercy consistently again and again, and him finally realizing that you know what he has to be a better person, a better leader. And yeah. by not killing him, that was his way of showing it. And I get what they did, and it ended beautifully. It's funny though, because like even though I would say the the climax wasn't as satisfying as I wanted it to be, there were still moments in it that were highly satisfying. Such as? Like the payoff of the donkey gorilla. That was oh. a dick to him the entire movie mm-hmm. and every possible chance he got, talking down to Caesar every chance he got. Mm-hmm. But in the end, seeing, like, sh- watching, like, helping the humans, first of all, kill their own. Mm-hmm. So, like, even then, the gorilla's watching humans mm-hmm. kill their own people. So it's like, there's not even loyalty there among mm-hmm. their own species. Then to see that they turn the guns from the priority, which should be the humans that are firing at them yeah. with the machine guns and the helicopter fire, now they turn to the defenseless gorillas and start killing why? them. Then the gorilla turns around and sees Caesar running through explosions mm-hmm. and death and destruction, and he sees what he's trying to do, which is throw like a grenade mm-hmm. into um, a fuel tank to explode it and basically save the day. Mm-hmm. But... Well, he gets shot with an arrow at the last possible second. By the guy he, he let go. By the, the beginning. Guy, yeah, by the guy freaking Caesar let go. So now there's no redemption there. So I'm like, at that point. Yeah, I, I thought there was going to be a die. moment that he, because Caesar let him go. He's I thought gonna he was going to let him go Yeah, too. he's going to have a moment of reflection. No. 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 He no. didn't. <laughs> but, but it was set up so well because the you forget that there's two characters that are deserving redemption in that story. One being the human, one being mm-hmm. the gorilla. Oh, the gorilla. And when they set those pieces of that chest, like that that mm. domino, and get to that point, and the gorilla looks at the person that he's reloading the gun for, and like, come on, donkey, mm-hmm. reload the gun. And he looks back at Caesar, and he sees what like Caesar gets overwhelming odds is trying to do, mm-hmm. and he finally turns and shoots that grenade at, at the uh, yeah. at the human that betrayed Woo, him. Oh, and he blows up into pieces. Now that's what he, I'm talking about. And, but that's not the moment when he when Caesar looks up sees that it's that gorilla mm-hmm. that has been giving him shit the entire movie <laughs> and sees the gorilla doesn't even like acknowledge like shake his head like not his head or anything he just stares at just him just stares at him and by his action mm-hmm. Caesar understands what that means and then the human turning around and putting a gun to the gorilla's head and, and you don't see boom. it but hearing the you gunshot and the gorilla yeah. being killed it's like <gasps> ah redemption <laughs> that I'm- moment was amazing for me that was like I I would have sipped and clapped in that moment because that was that was good for me. <laughs> like Bob Marley redemption that song. That's satisfying. Yeah. The you might separate yourself from satisfying. mental slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar not killing Colonel. I understand. Was it satisfying? No. Not <laughs> too violent. And then in the end, mm. with with them actually do getting into the paradise, and then let's get into like the main spoiler right now with Caesar dying from that arrow wound. Mm-hmm. That broke me. Like it, it's I like, cried. and you see when he he sits down, and it's him Maurice. They they done it so many times in the entire trilogy, from the second movie mm-hmm. to this movie. Every time they get a moment of peace, it's that like, oh, uh, come on, bro, sit down, have yeah. a beer. Like, 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 <laughs> like have a beer moment every single time. Mm-hmm. And then they get to that moment, but and Caesar falters a little bit. Yeah, and you and he puts his hand on his side, and then you remember, oh right, oh, yeah, the arrow. arrow. It didn't seem like a, like a killing blow uh-uh. or anything because he like he jumps on like after that he he, he runs from an avalanche yeah. like he's just all his shit he is on horseback that's that adrenaline, days, that adrenaline long though. journey yeah and it wasn't just adrenaline I don't think it was actually his will like he had a mission to get his people yeah. to the promised land essentially so he just went on and he gets to that point and he's the slow realization that he's not gonna make it he's like did you see Morris's face 
Like how his face was this the first time Maurice spoke? No. No, Maurice spoke in a second movie too. Okay. All right. Also, he he, just speaks so rarely. Yeah, he just rarely speaks. Mm -hmm. I was like, is this a bumblebee moment right now? (laughs) He's not. He's not as eloquent as like. Like I think Caesar is like the most intelligent. Yeah, he's the well. In terms of speaking. Yeah, in terms of speaking. Bad Ape is pretty good too. Yeah, but even his true is still broken. Yeah, it's still broken. Different. But I mean, how did you guys feel about Caesar dying? I, I enjoyed it because I felt like it was we saw literally his birth to his death mm-hmm. and that's the end of his story like there's nowhere else for him to go after that like yeah. he found inner peace mm-hmm. he led his people to salvation he did the best he could I once mean, again is, is it right is it right it was a right move great story great plot I understand what they're trying to do was I satisfied no not even in that moment he died in the way he died I knew like, why he died he I was- breathes in He's such a boss. He's sitting up. Like he doesn't even yeah. like he doesn't even like like fall out of like right away. He's sitting up. He breathes in deep. He looks out he over like, people like the monkeys playing mm-hmm. in the like the horizon. He looks out over like the vista and the, the sunset. The lake. And he just lets go. He lets go. Yeah, it's like a slow fall. And then the echoing of like the monkeys like realizing that he had died mm-hmm. as the movie ends. Like that was beautiful. It was beautiful, but I I mean, it hurt my heart, but at the I same time, like I said in the beginning of uh, my review, like I, ha- I had a feeling he was going to die at the end of this movie. Yeah. So, and you know, thinking that the other son was going to take over. So it didn't affect me as much because I knew it was coming, but it still, it still hurt to see it. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, we should have waited for the post credit scene where there's no post credit scene. No scene. <laughs> He's gonna come back to life. Back. What the fuck is this? I this is <laughs> This ain't BBS. <laughs> BBS was shit. I no, mean, he would have been an X Men, <laughs> the Phoenix Force. Nick Fury shows up. I'm gonna recruit you to the Avengers. You Turns know, out think, you are a mutant. I think the only reason why I said I'm not satisfied is because I'm still not over it. The death. The death. It's a lot of tragedy in this movie. Like he deserves happiness. Like I don't remember the last. Like, he, he was, was happiness. He was yeah. happy. For how that long? Ten full seconds. See? <laughs> a solid ten God seconds. Damn it! I need him to have like a good time. Like a good time? I wanted <laughs> Caesar's I, life was not a good time. No, it wasn't. I mean, he had a good time in the first movie <laughs> yeah. until shit went down. And shit went down. And shit went that hard. But shit went down every movie until he got thrown into that zoo. <laughs> <laughs> So like I, I guess like I I don't know just for his sake I guess I kind of wanted to move to end with you know him just like looking over the horizon is just going finally we have our peace the end happy ending and the happy ending yeah but it Some wouldn't have stuck with you happy ending yeah but it wouldn't have stuck with you the same way but yeah it wouldn't have I'm yeah. sorry says the guy who was like no he died and you're just bawling oh over I was upset it. I'm not gonna say I wasn't upset but it was the like him dying is I think is a more poignant way to end the in the franchise. If like I said, right move, but I was sad. I'm still heartbroken. Before we get out of it, though, let's talk about um, Bad Ape and the Colonel. How did you guys feel about those two characters? I'm going you guys take it away. Well, I liked, I love Michael Rooker's performance. I think he was like the perfect voice Yeah. for Bad just Ape. The right amount of, like, right amount of crazy? <laughs> there, was, there was just the right amount of Michael oh, Rookerisms. Because no. at, at first, I was like, no. is that Michael Rooker? It kind of sounds like yes. it. But I'm like, eh. But not really. But so so I liked his performance. Hmm. Uh, I liked the character. I liked the fact that it opened the door to 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 the possibility that there are more apes 
outside of that clan that Caesar created. That's what I was saying about him being very important to the plot of the, of Which the world. Which is fine, but I just didn't appreciate... I don't know. Because, like, but in this movie, there's not really a war between... It's not even a war between the humans and the apes. It's between humans, humans and, and humans. more humans, and the apes are just kind of there. <laughs> and they kind of watch it all unfold. But there wasn't even enough hu- like apes or enough apes with weapons or technology to even fight the humans really so like to me like there had to be more apes because it was just them like how's there a planet of apes it's just like a, a small clan of apes <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean i understand that they were trying to you know build the world and they have to introduce better ape it's just that um i don't know i i'm i'm i was never a fan of those kind of like um humor centered characters that's why i don't also like too many like, I don't watch so many comedies either you don't like the fact that but his humor came from a place of he was damaged like obviously he was traumatized by the humans that he's encountered before that point do you believe was that what it was that what yeah. It was? yeah that's why he was so traumatized about going back to that facility mm. and about like, he even asked him what happened to the other um, apes that were the, they all died from where he's from. I yeah. escaped I long, don't want to leave this place is safe long time yeah long time and I guess is that why he was so obsessed like on like Staying with them, like no, stay. Yeah, stay with. Stay. And even like the weight, and even like the weight that you heard when he says "bad ape," like you can tell yeah. that's something that he's was he that he heard from humans. Yeah, his name is from plenty of times. Yeah. Bad ape, bad ape. Yes, yeah. I bad ape. Yeah. Like it was, like it was, it was cute, but it was also sad. Yeah, like it so wasn't he, even like even he wasn't a hundred percent like oh he's the comic relief. It was like. Nah, man. it was like if Jar Jar Binks was raped or something. Like it was like <laughs> he talked like that because he got raped. Like whoa, whoa. super dark. <laughs> you went dark, real too. I'm trying what? to give it. Fine, his family got killed. Whatever. <laughs> Misa talks like this because my family was killed a long time. <laughs> like oh my god. No, nothing can redeem Jar Jar Binks. No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not even that. No excuse. <laughs> That's no excuse to talk like that, asshole. Talk I, normal. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm a great performance, I guess. I didn't expect that kind of character to be in the movie. Because the tone was so heavy and then out of nowhere, you know, his, his character came out. And I, was, I guess yeah. I was like really trying hard to focus on Caesar because it was all about him. It was yeah. about his internal conflict and trying to be a father figure. You think it took away from that, though? I don't think it did. If anything, it he distracted me. He, he, he played... Yeah, he lightened the movie a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, like, I think that was good. It's not like Caesar ever was, like, making, like, crack of eyes with him or anything like that. He was, like, the Black Panther to his Hawkeye. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, I'm goofy and quirky. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? There was never a scene How where he fell into How dare you say Hawkeye's that. goofy and quirky? He's goofier than he, Black Panther is. <laughs> like, but he's not goofy. He's not goofy. What the fuck's wrong with you? He quips. Yeah, they ain't goofy. Being quippy doesn't mean they you're goofy. goofy. Oh, God, these semantics. <laughs> <laughs> Says a guy who always loves using big words, mm, right? You're but right. In Civil War, who's more serious? Black Panther or Hawkeye? Seria? Okay, look. Here we go. Hey, we're about, about to do this again. We're about to do this again. Black Panther was hard. It was so hard. Late podcast. <laughs> I was late just about to say, podcast. late podcast. We're gonna get... And Jordan doesn't do well. Okay, I'm sorry. Every, okay. every time we do podcast, I'm 12 o'clock, so now it goes back to Black Panther being hard. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem, guys. <laughs> I mean, yes, so. You do. I guess, you know, I, like, once again, I need to think about. I need to. <laughs> So hard. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I need to rethink about um, Bad Ape, I suppose. But Colonel is fucking yeah, nuts. Oh, fuck him. Yeah, 100%. I hate yeah. It, it was sympathetic backstory. No, care no about that. like, because 
even with that, like they don't know if the hum- if humanity is going to actually regress in terms of their intelligence. They yeah. just can't speak anymore. Learn fucking sign language. I don't know. <laughs> like the fact that you're just killing people, especially considering like you don't know if pe- you're going to be able to find a cure or anything like that or yeah. what. Well, clearly, what I got from it was that he snapped. Like he, he kind snapped. of alluded that himself. But like when he says like it purified him, yeah, exactly. If anything is, it just feels like killing your you son killed your son, you? and now you're so fucking out of it that you're like, kill your son, kill your family, because I did. You should be able to do it too. Like you know what I mean? Like that's. Oh yeah, no. he definitely snapped. Yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> did you think it was like? Did you like the portrayal of the character? Because there were moments where he got kind of like a little. Well, you're taking this all oh, so personal, personal like, you know like, I mean? so emotional I'm like bitch you killed my family yeah and he didn't really have a yeah, response but that's, to that that's, but that's that's the, to show the level of his uh, fact that he was so crazy Broken. yeah and I broke. think he walked the line well yeah you know what I mean like he could've it, it could've it's the point I was like if you go too far left you're gonna fuck this up but he kept bringing it back well, yeah so in terms of acting like mm-hmm. I thought the acting was yeah, fun yeah, yeah. Woody, the, Woody Harrison Woody yeah Harrison. cause the last time I saw him I I think I remember seeing him on like um, Zombieland. Yeah. So I didn't expect him to pull up this kind of role, but the, he did great. He's like I like him more in comedic stuff. That's why I, I could kind of see that coming through in some of his lines. So I was scared it's gonna become too goofy. But what I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't I, at all. But it just like I said, walked the line. Mm-hmm. He made the right choices. He was like as opposed joke. to like Jared Leto. Yeah, <laughs> he made the wrong choices. <laughs> he gave off like. I don't know. I mean, he creeped me out a little bit. Who? Michael? I mean, I don't remember. Woody. Wait, Harrison? Because, like, I don't know if you guys are paying attention. Like, just little things. Like, he was wearing cross. And the way he actually drew, like, Holy Trinity to stop the soldiers from, like, yelling on. Also, by the way, that kind of reminds me of, like, that echoes with the image of apes getting ready for the war. Screaming. In the, in the I was getting like um like Nazi vibes. Yeah, I was too. Like if they just start going sick Kyle, I'm like, oh, you fucking Nazis. Oh, like, I think that's what I mean. Because remember, like um, they drew the sign Alpha Omega on America on the flag. Yeah, and that was like hung right at his window. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> and also, um, like uh, around his just like consistent religious reminder. That we even that they, even that they had it tattooed on their neck. Yeah, and branded the apes with it. Mm-hmm. And no, not and not only that. For Colonel is that um he had a like he came up as a very strongly religious person. Yeah, because he had a cross on him. Right around his son's picture, there was a cross hanging. Mm. And I keep looking at it. I'm like, so how does this tie into like why are they consistently showing us a symbol of religion? While we clearly know that he's some kind of sick I mean, see, I think it's all just symbolism and different allegories to the movie itself too. Like, I feel like I feel like Caesar was a messianic figure. There are points where he was like it was like Passion of the Ape almost. Yeah. <laughs> Because he was definitely not liter- not crucified, but he was. But he was yeah. tied up. Yeah, he yeah. was tied up and hung up. Yeah, with his arms mm-hmm. up, legs restrained. He was like the Messiah of his people, so. I was gonna say Moses. Literally, and, got yeah, the that means yeah, he, he was the Moses at the end Let of the. Let my people go. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so but overall, enjoyed it. Great movie, definitely highly recommend it. If you love, if you love the, uh, the first two movies at all, you have it. to see the third movie. It's like no question. Well, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Would you recommend the movie if someone hasn't seen the first two movies? No, though? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. not at it all. Wouldn't make sense. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you need you you need the other two movies mm-hmm. to build to this one, which again is why I think it's such an effective trilogy. Not many trilogies do that. 
And that, where it does stack each movie and progresses the character. And not that many trilogy, no, trilogy actually stay. Stay trilogy. good. Because like, usually the first movie's good. The second movie's sometimes just as good mm-hmm. or even better. But then you get to the third movie, it's shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a true magic trick that, again, this is a movie about talking apes on horseback with machine guns. Mm-hmm. And yet, by the end of the trilogy, it becomes less about the action and more about just the morality and the inner struggle of the characters. There's more character development in a movie about CGI monkeys than, than baby ass. <laughs> anyway, Hello. let's move on. Yes. I, yeah, well, yeah, in terms of trilogies, I think the only trilogy that like that I can think of off the top of my head that consistently gets better with each movie is the Captain America movies. Yeah, well, I agree with you, but some people probably argue that Winter Soldier is probably the better than any Civil War. Fuck those people. I agree. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, what do you know? Cause like I think you and I had this discussion like trying to figure out like top five, top three, yeah. Marvel movie, and I'm the one who put Civil War above. Uh, um, Civil War's damn near an Avengers above movie. Above Winter so. Soldier. <laughs> well, I'm just talking about just in terms of trilogies. Oh. Period. Cause like the Dark Knight Rises, uh, oh, fuck y'all. Spider Man Three was it. amazing. <laughs> yeah, no. And even, and I was gonna say, and even that Spider Man One, Two, and Three. Yeah, oh, no. God. Matrix, no. <laughs> yeah, Matrix One, Two, and Three, uh, no. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, we're at the Two. hour twenty mark. You want to get into anime with Jamie? What are we talk about this week, Jamie? We are talking about My Hero Academia. Dragon Ball Super. Well, 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 we were gonna do that, but then we binged My Hero Academia. <laughs> like we finished two seasons. And well, two seasons in like two days. Yeah, to give you an idea of the quality, that's like what twenty four episodes a season. Twenty four episodes a season. The new season's not quite done yet. Season two is not done. It's still ongoing. So, yeah. so let's say do like the math. Forty episodes. And we actually, yeah, in like three days. No, two days. In two days. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Like, we, we didn't stop. Yeah. Like, you, we could not watch stop. What did you watch it on? Uh, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. For those that don't have a service, it's like basically anime Netflix. It's, it's awesome. So fucking. Good. We also watched Attack on Titan on that. We we did. Yeah. Because uh, the thing is that um. I've heard this anime is good. 
Yeah, I've been hearing about this anime for a while. Everybody that likes... All shonen. my friends that like shonen anime mm-hmm. and love anime in general, but also know that I love comic books, <laughs> it's like, dude, this is a marriage <laughs> between anime and a superhero from comics. You will love this. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Carry <laughs> me out. So I, I just did watch... I watched up to like episode four, and I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking. I stopped watching it. You on crack? <laughs> I, I think I was on crack. I don't know something. And then you know we were done watching Attack of Titan, and I figured let's just watch you know My Hero Academia. We started it. Next thing I know, we're all caught up. <laughs> My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a superhero anime Harry Potter, but what? Why Harry Potter? Harry Potter for the aspect. Well, I use that to describe a, a situation where it's school related. School related. Okay. It's like a superhero school. It's a world. You want to describe the premise? I don't want to. I don't want to jump all over your anime corner. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> my hero academia is about the world is in our world with the different settings. So basically, eighty percent of population has an ability called quirk. Essentially, there's been Super an awakening Potter. in the world like a generation or two ago where superheroes superpowers became commonplace. Very, very so I think like everybody's a mutant basically. Since like um villains, there are a shit ton of villains versus there are a shit ton of superheroes always popping up. And then now we focus on our main character. What was his full name? I keep forgetting his full name is I keep calling oh him Deku. Oh my god. De- always- Midara Mi- Mid- Midoriya? Mido- Midori, uh, Midori. It's really Ma? Japanese. <laughs> I should have done the research first. I'm sorry. Just give me one second. So basically, it's we focus on him because he is a person who has no ability. He has no ability. It's quirkless, they say. It's called quirkless. But he has no ability, and he grew up admiring this really, really well-known superhero called All Might. Essentially, the Superman of that world. Literally. Better or Maito. And very American. It's like a combination of Superman and Captain America, but he's Japanese, so it really makes sense. <laughs> like, he swears. He goes, holy shit Yeah, he swears in English. It's really weird. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> but he smiles like um, Shazam, like Captain Marvel. That's his thing. Like He always Essentially, smiles. like what, his backstory is, a couple of years back, um, in the dawn of the Silver Age of the superheroes of that world... He basically appeared in a giant battle, smiling and laughing as he basically took on the entire invasion himself. So it was like it was like the first basically Man of Steel, <laughs> a smiling golden-haired superhero showed up, which is amazing. And um, so basically, he. You're right. Yeah, my phone was freaking out. Come on, what is going on? I'm sorry. So I keep stop stepping over my corner. So um, he Sorry. grew up, he wanted to become like him, but then um, the main character, Deku, I'm going to call him Deku. Call him Deku. So Deku finds out that he's quirkless, but he still grows up studying all the villains and superheroes. <laughs> so he has 13 volumes of his own notebook, has different abilities from superheroes and how to fight them, how to be like them, all the strategy. And one day he meets his idol, um, All Might, in person. And he fanboys over him. Um, and then he eventually... Deku asks the question, can I still be a superhero with no quirk? Man, with you, no ability? No, no. Back up. Back up. You're not selling this. <laughs> You're not selling this. I'm really bad at Because it was really important to know about Deku as the main character is that he's like us. He's every nerd that's ever looked at a superhero and go like, why not me? 
He's the kid that wants to be Spider-Man. He's the kid that wants to grow up to be Superman. He's the kid that wants to be Batman. To the point where when he's a kid, he watches these heroes every freaking day, dresses up like these heroes. He's basically a fanboy. He's like us. Extremely. So he's essentially like Xander from oh, Buffy. Goddamn oh Buffy. Because <laughs> yes. there was a moment. There was yes, a moment in season. There was a moment in season seven where he was just like, I'm surrounded by all these guys like uh, Buffy, who's the Slayer, Willow, who's the witch, even Oz gets all this power every full moon. I'm so close to the spotlight, but I can never step in. Yeah, kinda. Mm-hmm. So basically, everyone around him, like usually, your power awakens at the age of four. So he turns four. His Nothing. his dream is to be a superhero. He gets tested. No powers. No powers. And this this show is so emotionally touching. Like the like, way it's drawn, I guess. It's, I don't know if it's the way it's drawn or it's the fact that maybe we can relate to the characters. We understand that feeling a little bit because we all, you know, we we cast, we wouldn't be superheroes. Yeah, we're but, boys and girls. But to see a, a kid who had such a pure dream realize that he can't be it. He can never be. He one. can never be it. And the, it's the way he relates or interacts with his mother in those scenes because he turns around. And he he's watching it. I'll set the scene up for you. He's watching them like a. Uh, uh, footage. Uh, the footage of All Might saving the day. On his computer. And you don't see his face, but you hear his voice shaking when he's talking to his mom who's behind him and she's watching him watch the footage. And he goes, Mom, can I still be a superhero? And as he turns around, you see tears streaming down his face as it's he's still watching the footage. Sh- it's like, it's pouring out of his eyeballs. he's smiling. Because like, he's still trying to be like, like positive. He's a positive mm-hmm. kid. So he's like smiling and crying at the same time. Like, Mom, can I, can I still be a superhero without any powers? And Does what a good mom to say... She does, but it's Mom. the powers could be anything. Like since eighty percent of the population have powers, the powers can range from like being like Superman to her power is she can pull small objects to her. Like she has, like she has to like wave at it. Yeah, she has the power. It, like, like if there, if you needed a remote control, here. you'd wave it to Come you. Come here. That's her power. <laughs> so of course, that's so like a low level telekinetic. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very Surely low level. level. Yeah, and most of the bystanders and normal citizens have powers like that. Just mm-hmm. like strange powers that don't really do anything. So he has no powers. And instead of the words, like what a good mother should say is like, yeah, you could be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. She just says, I'm sorry. And starts crying and it embraces him. And it's hard to explain why it seems emotional. But when, when you, you see it play it, out, oh. it's like, dude, this kid is not going to ever be anything. No. <laughs> and even though you know he's going to be because the premise of the show, come on, it's anime. You know what's going to happen. He's going to eventually get powers. They literally start by saying, this is a story of me being the greatest hero. Yeah. But he starts from not even just humble beginnings. He starts from damn near pathetic beginnings. <laughs> so he gets powers. He gets powers. Because the way, cause the way you're thinking. Power, because I'm thinking he's going to become Batman, essentially. No. 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 There are characters like that, but no, not him. Oh my God, no. Not he him. gets his powers through one faithful meeting with his superhero idol, All Might. All Might. Oh my God. Yeah, through, and it's through this really crazy situation where he gets attacked by a villain, All Might. He meets All Might, and All Might basically gives him like the speech of like, if you don't have any powers, like you can't do this. Like I, we risk our lives. And it, it, it's very, it's a good superhero show in the way that it, it's got typical anime tropes, but it has these asides of like superheroism and lessons about morality and life and not giving up on your dreams and being a beacon are, of hope. Yes, there are more inspired. That's the thing. All Might's whole thing is being a beacon of hope for superheroes mm-hmm. and for society in general. And I swear to you, Michael, this show does a better job of characterizing what it means to be Superman than fucking than BVS. BVS. <laughs> I shit you. I'm not saying that because I'm a BVS hater. I'm saying that because I I haven't gotten chills from something that's Superman-esque since Justice League Unlimited. 
Okay, <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back. Woo! Just like limited. All right, <laughs> All Might does that for you. Like in the way it, he gives like Captain America level speeches, like of like inspiration to mm-hmm. Deku. And but the thing is, one thing you forgot to mention is All Might has a limit to his power. Like as all as almighty as he is, the general populace doesn't know that. It's a secret. No one knows it except for like handful people. Yeah, like limit. How? He got hurt. You know, really, really. You, really you bad. still haven't seen the battle in which he got hurt in. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's yeah. a flashback yet, but he says that he was damaged beyond like repair. Um, his internal five organs years are missing. He literally, it's like this scar of like half his torso missing. It's like half his literally midsection is gone. Shouldn't he be dead? He should be, but he's all Yeah, but he's all <laughs> It's called all So he perseveres through it. <laughs> so he literally, like, he can actually be the Superman. all might that everybody knows for, like, three hours max Yeah, in the start day. of the series, he can only be Superman, Superman, like, as in a Superman form for three hours at a time. And so then when, he shrinks back to, like, really, really tiny, twiggy-looking guy. He looks emaciated as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, he's dying. But he tells Deku... That he can't be a superhero without any powers. But if he wants to help people, there are other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's not wrong. He even tells him, like, you could be a police officer. You yeah. could be, like, a firefighter. There's a lot mm-hmm. of ways you can help people. But to be a superhero... You need the power. You need the powers because it's dangerous. That's mm-hmm. why he, he reveals, like, what happened to him. Because mm-hmm. he sees in him, in Deku, what he saw himself when he was a, a young superhero, day. too. So he thinks he's giving him the advice that he needs to hear. And then... In a twist event, there's a villain attack that Deku gets involved in. One of his classmates is in danger. His cla- <laughs> we never talk about his classmates. Oh, and how Kacha! Kacha, he's got, Baku? of course, it's anime, he's got a rival. <laughs> Crazy intense. <laughs> Fucking inferi- inferiority complex out the ass because his whole thing is that he just wants to be sh- the strongest. As no- he wants to be number one. But he sees qualities in Deku of just like inspiring people that he himself doesn't have. So he constantly puts down Deku just so mm-hmm. he feels better about himself. Jeez. But there's this weird form of respect there because he, at the same time, he knows that Deku like is a strong person mm-hmm. within. He's the one to like acknowledge that because of his, his own fears and insecurities. That aside, he's in danger and Deku have no reason to help this guy because at this point he's basically his bully. And also he, who has no power and has no powers He's in a situation where it's kind of like it's kind of like their version of not quite Doomsday, but think like Bizarro attacking the city, and he's destroying everything. All the heroes in the vicinity can't help um, because the 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 kids being held hostage as well. Mm-hmm. Also, so, they're hesitant because of their own ability too. Like, yeah, their own abilities can't match up against the villain. There's too many like civilians around, so they can't help. Mm-hmm. Point blank, the reason is like because that because the situation for Deku to showcase his best quality which is his courage. And even though he doesn't have powers, what he does is he charges out without any real way to fight this monster, without mm-hmm. any real way to defend himself, and without really a plan. He just goes out there because in that I moment, mean, they claim his, that he says his body moves without him realizing Yeah, so it. he has the instinct of a superhero. Is that the way he moves, yeah. like he's good at moving, maneuvering. He's got a strong sense of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. He's got a strong sense of justice. He's got a strong sense of like he, helping people and bettering people. So he's kind of like that. He's he's essentially Steve. Right, we think about that was Steve Rogers. Yeah, like remember? The, the oh my Steve god, Rogers. you're right. Yeah, the grenade and hugs it. Except there's no serum, bro. No, there's no serum. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's not. Well, we'll get to that because the twist. I, I feel like I'm taking over your corner. I'm sorry. Do you want to? Do you want to take this? this I like no. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so at the last possible second, 
All Might jumps in, despite having no more energy to become All Might. Oh, it's been three hours. It's been it's already been three hours at that point. So he's also staying off of the but side. How, also, how long can he, does it take for him to regenerate? Like a day. A day. So, okay. But there's a lot of if you if you watch Shonen anime, there's a lot of surpassing your own limits mm-hmm. in this anime. So a lot, a lot, like insanely. But a lot. But, but not to like but a coin degree. Most anime. No, this is on a whole nother level. Mm, they do, but this is on another level. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is it's it's kind of like it's it's like Attack on Titans, it's like Game of Thrones in the way where it, it takes you to the brink of like thinking shit's gonna go wrong. And One Punch Man twist too. And One Punch Man, but when things that go means. right. It's so satisfying. Oh, it's so good. So like I said, in this situation right here where Deku runs out of a situation where he can't win, you're sitting there going, okay, All Might, you need to jump in. But he doesn't have the power himself. And it's hard to even explain how close the calls this anime has. But he is like centimeters from death before All Might jumps out and helps him. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of... it. It's Deku that inspires him to go beyond his limit to be able to help because he, he just told this kid that he can't be a superhero. But despite that, he's he willing to throw himself in. into danger. And it's, it might be reckless, but at the same time... That's what superheroes do. There you go. Thank you for finishing my sentence. <laughs> so at the end of the episode, this I think it's in the second episode. Second episode. You can be a hero. Like You can be a hero. And that just that moment alone. Even that soundtrack, son. And again, it's hard to explain without the music and the mm-hmm. visuals, but... When I tell you, when he tells that kid that he can be a hero... He breaks down. We broke down. I was like, oh This is episode two at the end. Me and Jamie were balling. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can get my copy Because this is spoilers, but it's important for a little synopsis. You're spoiling the whole thing. I'm like... I got it. Well, no. You, you got to see it. I'm not even explaining like, the Actually, details. Actually, you know, if you're going to... Are you going to talk about like... No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Just the fact that like um the mother... It flashes back to oh, okay. the moment where she told him, like, I'm sorry. But when All Might tells him that he can be a hero. And we have Deku's narration saying, Mom, what I need to hear all was. All he needed to hear back then. And I, I was like, what Good Mother should have told him was, like, mm-hmm. you can do it. But she didn't. She didn't. And that stuck with them. So when someone in his <laughs> idol is the one that tells him that you can't be a hero, it's. it's you get like that Superman vibe. Like it's like I'm, Superman talking. Ah, uh, think about it, I'm getting goosebumps. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, okay. Everyone from my hero like, at Kenimi already is like, bro, we with you. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, okay. So I'm a person. I I watched way too much shonen to the point that I can actually predict what's gonna happen. Yeah, sure. What she does. they're gonna say, and I am right. She is. <laughs> and ninety-nine percent of the time, she's right. <laughs> it's insane. But like when it comes to this, I a lot of times I was wrong. Even the twist that they had, it wouldn't even if it was predictable. I couldn't predict it because I was so caught up in the plot. Yeah, well, so that's the setup of the show. But here's the overall plot of the of the series. All Might gives him his power. Turns out his power is derived from something called One for All, which if that isn't already Sonic Superman right there, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's literally the power of protecting many people at once. So it's an ability to pass down his strength to someone else. Mm-hmm. And because he's losing his powers anyway, he was looking for a predecessor. So he ends up giving his power to Deku. Deku. Now in a typical anime, all right, now you're super now strong. He's a super, now he's super. Now you Now let's go into superhero fights and all that fun stuff. So All Might O is done? No. 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 It's a slow <laughs> transition of power. Mm-hmm. But the problem is when Deku gets his powers, he's a scrawny kid. He doesn't have the ability to actually withhold or like, or be the appropriate vessel for the power of a god, essentially. All Might has the build of, like, Hulk and... Like, he has the build of Thor. Yeah. Like, comic Thor. book Thor. Yeah. He's huge. He's giant. 
So there's that a whole could, there's a whole first article. He trends. said when he loses power, he's just, he looks amazing. Yeah, but when he yeah. like when when he, he he calls it the equivalent of like puffing out your chest. Mm-hmm. So when he's in his like actual like revved up full adrenaline like all might mode, he's that he big. big. But when he's like in normal mode, he's like skinny and weak. When he's not flexing, mm-hmm. essentially, <laughs> when he's not on the beach flexing for the women, he's he's scrawny and emaciated. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a whole arc where Deku trains to ten um, months to become his vessel, and you were thinking about in epic training sequences, but you were thinking by the end of that he'd be able to maintain his power. No, the problem no. is he can't control that power. You want to explain what that means for this character? That it's m- it's very it's unique. I've never seen an animated or, or show has done something like this before to uh, kind of explain super strength. First, as he controls of power first he has no control meaning he can't go either from not having it at all or 0%. having 200 percent yeah as putting as much as he like everything that he's got and by the way he didn't really reach the full potential of one for all he's only at like five percent of what he can possibly have so by going all five percent let's say i'm punching you right you know what happens to me my entire arm will shatter yeah like it will so turn black. Literally, he can do something like punch out a giant robot in one punch, but his entire arm will Goes. be broken. Like, like it's literally, like it will, like, flapping skin. It's like the Harry Potter. Like remember, like when they accidentally like yeah. uh, got rid of his bones. Yeah. That was happening. Like nice. flopping. Yeah. Okay. So every time he uses his power, basically, it damages him. And I mean, like it hurts. It means like it breaks everything, every bone in his body. Luckily, there's like it's a superhero say, world. Heal. It, it, it there's, heals. There's, there's recovery healing girl. things. There's a recovery girl. It's like a nurse with a superpower that can heal you. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Sinsu being status like Dragon Ball where no. it's like an instant recovery thing. It it's uses like, your stamina. It uses your own internal limit. healing process. So it does, it, you can't overuse it or you will become weaker and or die. Yeah, you might die. And to the point where, he, I, this is kind of sort but he does damage himself to the point in future episodes where it's beyond repair. Mm-hmm. So it's like there is a threat that if he overuses his ability, he will die. He will kill himself. So, but at the same time, the premise of the show is, since this is a world of superheroes, there's things called Superhero Academy. School My Hero life. Academia. So, yeah, it's a school life. So, it ends up being like, it's, it goes in typical anime stuff where there's like, there's a classroom setting. Like Sky High. Sky High, sky yes. High. There's tournaments. There's, um, there's different entr- tests. entrance exam from their, yeah. um, you know, meeting your classmates, taking the class. Mm-hmm. There's a test. Um, picking out your, well, you have your outfit, training. Yeah. Um, class represent class representatives. Yep. Field trip. And that's what I mean. Like, it has those typical anime tropes, but it blends but, it with the superhero genre in such a satisfying way. Because once they get to the point where they start to go into tournaments or training, or when the villains show up, <gasps> and when the villains show up, it gets real. Like you, we scream. They lull you into a false sense of security with just the school setting and like being in these safe boundaries, testing your powers, and like learning how to use them. Stuff like that. And you get so involved with Deku and how he can utilize his power without mm-hmm. major risk to himself. Now, remind you, like, because we do see how much he learns and grows as a person, as a person yes. who finally has what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to be the superhero that he always wanted to be. He's yes. making friends. He's learning how to use his power. And but more importantly, is, he's inspiring people around he's him. He's inspiring people, yes. He has that quality that All Might has, that he's like the Captain America <laughs> of his his. Uh, his 
class. I mean, to the point his, his year to the point that one of his friends really didn't work with him as a team because he was motivating him so much. Yeah, yeah. He literally had to rival him because, like, you know what? If I keep following you, I'm never gonna stop because so I'm gonna fight against you. So I can't help you by yeah. being in your so I can team. Prove myself what as an individual. Fuck, dude? I get it, but come on. <laughs> I guess like the thing is, I mean, I don't want to spoil anymore because this anime. No. I'm telling you. There was not, a, I would like to say that there was not a single filler episode. No. Every single episode has some kind of character development for somebody. Or lesson, for someone, himself, where there's always a lesson or there's a plot happening. Yeah. Like, dude, there's, there's, there's villains that if they touch you, you literally just you incinerate. And disintegrate. Like, touch. And the thing is, at one point, his hand was like an inch away from Deku's face. Centimeters, not like, even an inch. Like, right Centimeters. Here. Like, like, I, I can't tell you how close of calls there are and it's like even though you know he's gonna, he's gonna die yeah, your no. butt is clenched like oh what's time, gonna happen at the point you couldn't think cause like I was I think when that was happening slowly his hand closing in I think I like grabbed you and like oh I can't yeah. and you go oh my god but see that's why I say it's like Harry Potter though in the sense that or, or Young Justice where there ends up being threats that the kids can't handle that the adults do have to come in for and help them with so like, but only and you feel end. how how in the out of their depth they are. Like I've I've never experienced that aside from things like Attack on Titan, where it's like <laughs> you can't win, run, <laughs> run away. That, that desperation. Yes. That hopelessness. Yes. Just feeling so vastly out of your league. It's like I need. I feel like that. Like I need an adult. I need an adult to <laughs> save me. Help me, so, please help someone. me. <laughs> Like this anime is just because there so is a great. doomsday. Like oh my god, there's there's a doomsday. <laughs> oh, there's man. a doomsday. There's a doomsday, and when All Might and Doomsday go at it, Ooh. is it a good doomsday or a BVS doomsday? This doomsday. Oh, it's a good doomsday. It's better doomsday than BVS. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And the thing is that when you look at it, when you look at the design, it's kind of hideous. It's really hideous. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think it was less hideous. I think it was less hideous than BVS Doomsday. You mean the naked cave troll? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) The design was cooler. I like the design better. Like, overall, I I don't want to take up too much of podcast with the anime corner. Yeah, we'll we'll just gush about My Hero Academy. Go watch it. it. so good. Perfect vision. Oh, perfect. The the highest. It's so good. It's not over yet, so I can't rank it in my favorite anime yet. It's it's up there. It's going to be, yeah. Gurren Lagann. Attack on Titan, Kogias, Death full Note, metal, Full Metal Blood, Full Metal Brotherhood. My Hero Academy is in there. One Punch Man. I, I think it's in top five for me, definitely. Top five for sure. For sure, definitely. Yeah, I don't know what's pushing out, but it's up there. It's just I. It's just, that's a fun. This is fun. This, My Hero Academy yeah, see, is fun. This is fun. Is there between this and Planet of the Apes? This is fun. <laughs> this was so much fun. And the thing is, that, to be fair, they actually did really look. They made me cry. Yep. They made me All laugh. The they made me like giddy. They just made me feel everything. Insp- inspiring, inspiring, too. or in- uh. inspired is like the most is the best emotion I get from this movie, like from the show. Like <laughs> right. that's what the, the best emotion it evokes. Because when it's inspiring, it's courage. I can't put it better than it's it's like Superman moments. Like it's Superman and Captain America. Yeah. That's the moment. And you like, wouldn't think that from a, a, a show that's so goofy. It was like, all my dog. And I'm telling you, the main character, Deku, kind of looks ridiculous with his like untamed hair and like yeah. freckles and giant eyes. But and him being so scrawny. unassuming is what makes it more satisfying. Because he go, he does have an awesome progression from the whiny kid that's like super hopeful, kind of a crybaby, mm-hmm. to he legit 
legit becomes a badass. He triple breaks his fingers. Spoilers. I only said that. <laughs> he broke his fingers. That's all I said. All I'm saying is that he is the type of man who will break his fingers again and again and again to do what he needs to do. I will never give up. I can never give up. And it's all just, and it's, it's, I love it because it ties into his ability. It's one for all. Mm-hmm. And his, his motivation is always like, I'm not going to give up because if I give up, the people who believed me up to this point, I'll be wasting their, their motivation. I'll be wasting their sentiments, wasting the things that they, their, their hopes and their dreams that they have on me. And I think it's also you know, for himself too. The thing is he wants it. It's his desire to have what he wants. It's his dream. It's his never dying desire to get what he wants work for to it to be a hero and not only that the thing is like it's not just his ability it's his knowledge too yes that's another for, thing it's you know oh, you know watch Naruto so I can't make that comparison Nar- I was gonna say Shikamaru cause he's yeah. kinda that character he's kinda like that analytic character who like analyzes the situation yeah like yeah. he's really yeah, good at analyzing the situation <laughs> he's really good at analyzing the situation and the the stronghold of you know the situation, the weakness, the strength, tragedy, like in a second, he can do it because it's, and I don't think it's, I mean, he's a smart kid, but not only that, that's his superpower that he had to work on for so long because he didn't have quirk. That and I he, love that it's also rooted in like his own insecurity. Yeah, insecurity. <laughs> Remember like mother, mother, mother. Yeah. People always talk. And the thing is that he, all my kind of has that too. Yes. Yeah. They do get into Remember that, that later. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. All right, so let's move on. Okay, but, but highly, highly recommend it. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh Do you know god. when the next episode is coming out? I don't know what episodes, what days they drop. God now, now we're caught up. We're living in normal people time. Yeah, I don't like, like it. chumps. <laughs> I don't like it. Weekly episodes. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's a, it's a new show. It's not something that's like it's two seasons in. Two seasons. In. But the new season is ongoing. Just, it started. Yeah. No, it didn't just start. It's been going. It started like a couple months ago. Yeah, but it's still like I don't know. 13, 14 like episodes halfway in. halfway in. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Crunchy Michael Roll. News. Crunchyroll. You have to pay for that? Yeah, I think it's like seven or eight bucks If you a don't want to pay for Crunchyroll, there are always way to watch it. Just watch, just, you know, Google, watch my pirated. hero. <laughs> I mean, That's I don't pirate it. Well, we didn't because we had Crunchyroll, but <laughs> if you need to, it's worth it. <laughs> I'm not saying do it, but you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> What are you, Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> Remember the scene? Yeah. You should not kill, totally kill him. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, what we got for news, man? Where's my music? <laughs> Michael news. <laughs> this week. <laughs> All right, uh, going to Black Panther news since we watched <laughs> War of the Planet of the Apes. Let's talk about one of his most iconic villains, Man Ape. Okay. Yeah, I, I read. Yeah. They are reimagining that character because, you know, it's yeah. kind of problematic it's, it's, to dress up a black man as a gorilla. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Wasn't he in the trailer? Wasn't that the big muscular dude that yeah. was like rolling off? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, I mean, considering the stereotype with black people, they're, they're reimagining the character. They're not going to call him man ape. No. That's in the character, movie. they're still gonna keep the gorilla aspects. Call him Black Ape. It's kind of like the Vulture. Like they never called him Vulture in the movie, even though we knew who he was. Spider-Man did in the note. <laughs> Wait, in the note. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the executive producer of the movie said, "We don't call him Man Ape. Mm-hmm. We do call him Mbatu. Yeah. Or Mbaku. 
having a black character dress up as an ape, I think there's a lot of racial implications that don't sit well if done wrong. But the idea that they worship the gorilla gods is interesting because it's a movie about the Black Panther who himself is a sort of deity in in his own right. Okay. So I'm glad they're taking that level of thought process with that because that also shows that you can take problematic characters Mm -hmm. and rework them. Yeah. Marvel looking at you with like uh, again with uh, the ancient one they were like oh we don't want to make it into an Asian character because we don't want to take that stereotypical trope or we don't want to make it to a woman because it'd be a dragon lady again this shows you could take a problematic character mm-hmm. and rework them into something you know more acceptable I mean acceptable. you could just make it to a female Asian character and yeah. not give them the mustache man Fu Manchu like, you know what I mean <laughs> well that's what it's called it's called Fu Manchu yeah that mustache right yeah Fu Manchu. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I don't know what it's called. Pretty sure it is. Are you sure? Or oh, I'm racist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> might be. Might be. Well, I'm, so, I'm hoping they learn this lesson going forward because since it is the same studio company. They better have. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that shit again. About, oh, there's a character stereotypical. No, you could Shut change, the fuck up. Yeah. You, you could change it around and update it. So I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. Instead of uh, making it a white guy. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, a white woman. Well, we made him white. That way he'd be man-ape. Like, yeah, well, the ancient one, like, a white woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, staying on Black Panther, did you guys see the images? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. What did you uh, think of all the images? I'm curious like, to know what the, what kind of, Scarring tattoo processes on. Um, that's actually. I do too. Because uh, no, I, I said I want to cosplay. Because you cosplay as Black Panther. I was like, I want to cosplay as Michael B. Jordan's character. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I can actually help you doing that. But I was like, but what is. Yeah, I was like, what is that? No, I can help you putting that makeup on. It's like a scar tattoo, right? It's a scar. It's a scar tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like. like his, it's like a ritual. It looks like scar. Braille, like Braille on his skin. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a ritual. I think it's like a ritual, like traditional or like. um like generation, like down. What's it called? Scarification. It's scarification. It's okay. called. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I like the images. They all look good. They I look, mean, they look beautiful great. Cautions. They look great. Yeah. Beautiful caution. Yes. Like overall, like the casual. I think it's interesting that, that, that or... big cast photo that they had. Like, why didn't nobody? I didn't hear about complaining about it being photoshopped, even though it was like, well, this is also clearly photoshopped. Why is nobody complaining about this one? I mean, whatever. I, I didn't hear about anybody complaining I, about. I, it. I know that's what I'm saying. Remember the big controversy about the first Black Panther post release? It was like, oh, it looks so photoshopped. Oh, so yeah. So was that one. It was like, nobody complained about that one. I'm like, no, but I don't, think, I don't think the big cast photo looks as bad as the... You don't think so? I don't think so. It still looks pin tool to me. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, that? This? Yeah. Well, it was like, it's like a big group photo. I don't remember. Oh. Oh! It's new. The big group photo that's new. Well, yeah, I know a photo, but I don't think it look, looks as bad as the, the picture with him know. sitting on the throne. Yeah, like the, lighting, the throne was bad. Yeah, the, the, like the lighting, ob- like it was more obvious to the eye. Okay. I didn't really notice the first one. That's why I was like, yeah. Until like the Boss Logic version came out. I was like, oh, okay, now I see it. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, Lucy Liu, who most people know <laughs> from... Uh, Kill Bill or uh, Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. She would be directing the very first episode of yeah. Luke Cage season I, two. I don't know why. I mean, I guess she wants. Thing. I guess she wants to throw her hat into directing. I'm not. I'm not sure if this is her first. Yeah, she know. has she directed her. Stuff I don't before? know. Kind of. But uh, the showrunner 
It says, uh, Lucy and I have been tight since our Southland days, and she's a welcome addition to our Luke Cage family. She brings the same buoyant intensity, depth, humor, and singular focus to her directing that she always brought to her acting. Not to mention the fact that the former Oren Ishii, Oren Ishii from Kill Bill, Oren Ishii, I think, yeah. I think that's how. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, am I saying it right? <laughs> <laughs> help me, Asian. <laughs> wow. How is it spelled? How is it spelled? <laughs> 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 help me, Asian. <laughs> Oren Ishii Oren Yeah okay The podcast that's super racist Yeah We could do that to each other though You guys don't do that at home You guys do it to me You guys usually do it to me Because I'm outnumbered No you do it all You're like I'm with these black guys And you're just super loud You guys You guys being black And you guys being hella loud Just happens to be coincidence But it goes hella loud Anyway Anyway, already enough. Anyways, well, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we, we can make these jokes with each other. Don't send us any Instagram oh, no, messages fuck like you. <laughs> you, you do guys that. do it to each other. No, fuck no. you. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know you. Don't do that. No, anyway, you. off on a tangent. <laughs> the uh, anyway, society's reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, the already she certainly knows her way around an action sequence. Her enthusiasm is infectious. So yeah, that'd be good because yeah, she definitely knows her way. Around action sequences, especially oh, yeah. with Tom and Charlie's Angels. So hopefully, and Luke Cage needs it because it definitely, is... it definitely needs it. Because oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Iron Fist. Remember the final battle? Which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that final it definitely battle. wasn't as bad as Iron Fist, but they could definitely use some sprucing up with yes. with the action scenes. Please. Also, better costume designer. Mentioning that final battle, Diamondback. What Diamondback. the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. What was that? Pimp Stormtrooper, motherfucker. I hate Diamondback <laughs> character in general, but goddamn. Uh what else? John Oliver. Has uh, been recently cast. You know him from The Daily Show, and now he has his own show, The Tonight Show with John Oliver yeah. on HBO. Mm-hmm. He's been cast as Zazu on the li- from, on the uh, live action reboot of The Lion King. Was he supposed to have like British accent? Well, yeah, the, the yeah, original was like a Brit- was uh, had a British accent, so I mean that works. And fun. plus, he's funny. So he is funny. My Zazu is black. Is that one more saying? What? What? Is John Oliver black? No, no John Oliver's what? white. Wait, is that with the... glasses? Oh, the glasses. That's yeah, the guy with the that's glasses. Trevor. Oh, I know, yeah, just like Zazu. That's Trevor Noah. Oh, Trevor Noah. Yeah, that's actually. Trevor Noah. That guy sounds. Then you're right. That guy sounds just like um, Zazu yeah. from the movie. He looks like one too. Oh, well, damn. With his nose. <laughs> I mean, he's, she's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I think. That's, that kind of matches the image. I'm not saying. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, Stranger Things uh, officially Ooh. got a premiere date, yeah. uh, October 27th. I don't know if you saw the. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. Looks awesome. So, yeah. I'm guessing it looks kind of ominous. Is something, coming, is something coming from the sky this time? We'll, <laughs> well see. Well, remember I in mean, the trailer that awesome looking Cthulhu thing coming down from the horizon? I don't know. Was if that, that like in I don't know this that was world the, or I don't know. like or the upside, upside down. down? I don't know. But that'd be fucking awesome if it was the real world. I don't care either way. I love imagery like that. Like, I love. Have you seen those, all those like epic um, artworks of like. Uh, mo- giant monsters to scale. So I have like a little picture of like a boat in the ocean, and like a giant monster underneath it, or like they'll show yeah. like like a giant Cthulhu tentacle esque monster like in the far horizon, obscured by like clouds and mist, walking yeah. towards shores and stuff. Also, by the way, by you saying that you kind of like, so you're totally into Godzilla. I love Godzilla. <laughs> well, you know that. Yeah. King Kong. I love giant things that fight. <laughs> giant monsters are fighting. But I just love that like that that artwork. And I love that imagery, so I, that's why I like Hellboy. And I'm mad they never had the third movie because it's like, mm, oh, we're not going to get well, the Cthulhu monster. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. Got Defenders dropping in August. Yeah. Stranger Things 2 dropping in October. 
And the Punisher dropping in November, if that rumor is true. So I mean, Michael, stay... It's been a nice fall. Stay alert for San Diego Comic-Con, because I feel like they're going to drop a shit ton of news Word. regarding all they of They definitely... Because they dropped the Punisher... Uh, well, I saw that. Because also D, D, D23 is this week, so a shit ton of Marvel mm-hmm. and Disney news is going to come out Woo. this week, too. Hmm. So, so that's all you, honey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things 2, hopefully it's awesome to I, put yeah, miss the series to shame. We've been watching that, I think, shit. Yeah, we need to review that real quick. Like, no, we later. don't. After news. No, we don't. Yeah, if you're, say, if you're saying it's shit, I don't want to. It was shit. Because I, I was kind of excited about it based on the trailer. I was too. Like, we brought it up on the podcast. But I, the, I love the, the movie. It was kind of racist. <laughs> racist? The soldier. Oh, yes. The, I was not happy Oh, with my that. God. Yeah, we'll talk the, about it after news, just real no, quick. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Well, I stay away from the mist. Then, apparently. That's, what I, that's what I got. Yes. Yeah, uh, what else? Uh, there's a rumor that uh, Wonder Woman 2 is not going to take place in the present. It's going to take place in the oh, 80s. Yeah. In the Cold 80s? War? Or during the, War yeah, during yeah. the Cold War. And do what? Like, what's she going to do in the Cold War? Uh, stop maybe like stop like Cuban it, it just Cuban says the stuff? sequel is no that was the 60s so 60s yeah it said uh, the sequel is said to take place during the 80s where Diana will find herself mm-hmm. deeply involved in the Cold War's final days uh, doing what not doing anything because nothing happened I mean, it's cold, cold War nothing nothing ended up happening yeah I don't know and uh, uh, it just I says uh I don't know shit about history. Shows are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I have more to do with uh, Dr. Poison's chemicals making making its way into the, mm. I guess. Still? The fuck? Yeah. And, uh, Should've and, killed her. And there's also, <laughs> Should've scenarios. <laughs> and there's also talk that Chris Chris Pine will be coming back. In what yeah. way? Maybe for it doesn't flashbacks. Say, it just says, Probably for flashbacks. It just says coming what? back. Flashbacks. There was no scenes we didn't really see. Yeah, and plus he wasn't around. Like, or, or, yeah, he wasn't around. Like every everything we saw with him being around Diana was in the movie. So it's not be, like he had a long life that they just didn't show. Like, like Patty, uh, not Patty. I was about to say Patty Jenkins. Uh, yeah, I was saying, um, uh, Agent Carter, Carter, Peggy Carter, Peggy Carter. I mean, maybe. So, yeah. So what it's flashbacks? Not his reincarnation. Maybe like it's a cousin of the Lazarus Trevor. Pit. <laughs> I, I like Kevin Smith's theory or Mark Bernardin's theory. What was it? Um, Martian Manhunter. He took Steve Trevor's identity. Oh, that's fucked up. I think that's interesting. That's so fucked I'm up. I'm okay with it not being a black guy just for but that. Diana! <laughs> Diana! That's going to be traumatizing for Diana. I know, but it makes it interesting. I don't, know if I, I, I don't like, know if I like that. I don't that. like it. Why? Like he kind of did a Supergirl just with, the, just with the black guy. I like it. Yeah, no. but we don't really have... We didn't really have a connection with uh, Hank John Henshaw Jones. Oh, yeah. before... No. He t- just took this I random want my guy's Trevor identity. To be Trevor. I don't know, man. I think it's an interesting way to bring him back. No. Chris Pine's worth it. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Uh, what else? Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. This would be so fucking awesome if they do this. But because it's such an awesome idea and such an obvious idea, they're not going to do it because the suits aren't that smart. But Tom Holland came out and said he would love for Tobey Maguire to play Uncle Ben. Get the fuck Get out, out of here. Wait. But he's not old enough, isn't he? He's not. Well, CG. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire, yeah. How old is Tobey Maguire? He no, should... Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Like Aunt May's like, oh, yeah, Aunt May. Aunt May. She's so hot now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tobey Maguire's got to be in, like, his 40s or something like that. Like, How old is Aunt May? She's, she's well, Marissa Tomei's, like, 50. So put some makeup on I mean, it still works. Toby. 
Because, I mean, it's only a 10-year difference. But then we can't get the Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> no. No. We're not going to get that anyway. Like, he's Toby's already too old. Yeah. So. No, he's not. In Spider-Verse, he's not old. He could just be an older Spider-Man. Fuck that. No. Well, he can be Uncle Ben Spider-Man. How about that? Huh. Let him be Uncle Ben. So, so I actually be, hate Uncle Ben Spider-Man. That would be a great. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think that's a great idea. That would be that a great is, homage to the original Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah. And. And the way, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, the way my mind, I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's have Tobey Maguire be Uncle Ben, and let's cast Andrew Garfield as the guy that shoots Uncle Ben. Oh, fuck. Wow. Wow. So we can have that's them, fucked up, but together, hilarious. Have them all together no. in one movie. No, I'm sorry, because then they would have the, the Uncle Ben getting shot scene in Homecoming 2, and you'd be laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, hey, you wouldn't even be in the moment. It'd be like, ah. <laughs> That's what you did there. <laughs> this is not freaking my third movie. <laughs> but so what? But, but you all really feeling that? Because how many times have we? I mean, we've seen it already, so we're not gonna get all emotional about it. So let's just have. I would rather have fun with it. I would rather be neutral than laughing at Uncle Ben dying. Right? <laughs> at least if I was just like unemotional, I mean, one that's thing. Interesting. I don't. Know I'd rather have fun with it, like the nod. Come on, that's... you know you'd be laughing like this is when I have my third movie, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mace Spider Man Three gets crazy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Andrew, no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll be laughing too, but come on, let's. That'll be. I mean, come on. If you get sat in a the theater not expecting it, and you saw Uncle, it's even saw, worse. I'd be crying. <laughs> you saw Toby Maguire's Uncle I'm Ben. I'm crying now. And then you oh, see no, Andrew no. Garfield shooting him. Come on, that's awesome. That would be fucking awesome. I want it. I Marvel, know. Kevin Feige. I know you guys listen to this podcast because you guys <laughs> no. love us. We're so popular. You guys listen to this podcast. Make it happen. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yes, Toby Maguire, it's Uncle Ben, and Andrew Garfield. I don't even know if the shooter has a name, but yeah. No, I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. Let's make that happen. Unless you're Spider-Man three, then it's Sandman. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, continue on with Spider-Man comic book news. Uh, Spider-Man has been away from the Daily Bugle for a long time. Oh, Not yep. has Parker Industries and stuff like that, but they're slowly stripping all that stuff away from Spider-Man, making him back into broke <laughs> Spider-Man again. Are you serious? Yep, because they're going back, you know, they're doing this whole thing called Marvel Legacy. You know, bringing back, you know, all the things. Kind of like, kind of like Rebirth. DC Rebirth. Bringing no, back all the things. So you. Parker Industries has been taken from him. So they did Marvel now. That didn't work. So now they're doing Marvel. Yeah, Legacy. he's essentially going <laughs> to... like, fuck now. Let's go to the back past. <laughs> he's no longer rich. He's going to be moving back with Aunt May, even oh, though he's like a 30... Me? Even though he's like what a 30-year-old man. Which I can't really speak because I'm still with mama, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he's, he's going to be going back to the Daily Bugle. Uh, the quote is... It wasn't even a newspaper company anymore, was no. it? Wasn't it like an online blog now? Yeah. But the How quote the quote is... This is a Peter Parker who's had it all, lost it all, and now has to find his place in the world again. Sounds it's like a return to the scrappy underdog status. That's the Peter Parker we all know and love. We're mm. going to see a return to form with old friends coming back onto the stage, some in all new ways. And uh, But it's, it says, but before you get up in hopes that Peter's not assuming the role of a photographer for the newspaper's largest uh, newspaper, no... It's not about Peter Parker becoming a photographer again. It's a new twist. It's something we haven't seen in The Amazing Spider-Man yet, which it would be cool if he takes over uh, Robbie's role as the person that paid, like uh, the the one that pays the person to get the pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh. So. Hmm. It's less interesting. I mean, <laughs> but it's because my thing is, yeah, people want 
the status quo for the most part. I with, don't. With, with, with character. <laughs> but I'm saying people overall. Like, yeah. most people. But at the same time, you still got to grow. Like, mm-hmm. we can't have Peter Parker still living with Aunt May. He's like a... 35 years old he keeps going back and forth yeah, though. he's already done this before yeah exactly like there's nothing new yeah like that's why i love the spider-man renew your vow comics which is an elseworld comic but it's still going on but mm-hmm. he's married to mary jane mm-hmm. he has a closed ch- he has a child yeah things are different like Bobby. now they're just like they're bringing peter parker back to they, they, they always do the rubber band thing with peter parker's character development like they'll try and have him develop a little bit people will get mad about Bring it for it whatever reason and he goes back to square one and they keep doing it. that's why i liked like the ultimate universe because it changed things and like yeah. now their whole excuse for bringing Miles Morales into the main universe was that, well, we need somebody to be the down earth front neighborhood Spider-Man now that Spider-Man 616 has moved on to bigger, better things. Now that so they're the same character are again. they going to get rid of Miles? No, they're not going to no, get rid of gonna... Miles, but now it's like it defeats the purpose of his character even more so now, again, because <laughs> <laughs> now he's not even going to be that like down to earth Spider-Man mm-hmm. now he's gonna be like now Peter Parker's the same thing again uh, so we, it's like, yeah we can get more into that because we could talk about the spi- first issue of Spider-Man I didn't read I it know you got, I know Mm-mm. that's why I'm saying you guys didn't read it but we have to talk about it. read it cause I have gripes about oh, oh no it's so st- I mean what I have I have a lot of questions of who who the six one six Miles Morales is but the fact what? cause I feel like this story is, I feel like this story is too little too late like the whole original, I, I will get into it when okay. we talk. Right, when we we'll talk about it. it, but yeah, because it makes it stupid. That's a good teaser for next week. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you guys uh, check it out. The, the first issue is only out. It just came I got out a lot of Miles Morales opinions. Yeah, the, the first I was issue. I was one of the first Miles Morales writers in the Ultimate <laughs> Universe. I was like, oh hell yes. Yeah, the first issue just came out in uh, on Wednesday. But yeah, I feel like it's been five years in the making. I feel like it's too little, too late. With, okay. But yeah, we'll get into it next week. All right. Uh, what else? Stephen Amell's came out and said there's um, there's still gonna be flashbacks in Arrow, but it's gonna be different. No more island. No more. No more island. Uh, he Good. said. Blowed uh, up. They, they, they milked it too much. There, he said there are flashbacks in the first episode that take us back to the immediate aftermath of the events of the finale. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing they're gonna do a time jump. But he says there are no flashbacks in the second episode. You know how occasionally over the course of five seasons, typically it's been Oliver's flashbacks. Sometimes there have been episodes where there's no flashbacks, and sometimes we have flashbacks where we focus on Diggle or Felicity or Renee. I think that's what we will. Ha- that's what will happen this year. Yeah. That we will have the occasional flashback. We're not telling a linear story anymore about Oliver's time on the island. Island. Mm-hmm. We've brought that one full circle. So basically, it's just going to be flashbacks of other characters, but they're still going to keep the flashbacks that's part kinda, of the Arrow core. That's kind of what we predicted, right? Yeah. That's kind of what we assumed was going to happen. So that makes sense. Which uh, you don't like that? I'm over the flashbacks, honestly. But this, uh, it, well, it makes it seem like it's not going to be flashbacks every episode. But no, it's, gonna it's be not going to be necessary. flashbacks every episode. Which is but better. Even with that, there, for the most part, as we've gotten later in, this, in the in the run of the show, there wasn't a flashback every episode. There wasn't? No. I thought it was just less. Like, less frequent flashbacks. No, there were, there were, there were less and there were flashbacks in every episode. Okay. Well, I mean, the same thing. I, I think it's better now that... I'm just over the flashbacks. You only put flashbacks where necessary. Like, if you need to tell a story or, and have something inform that story, then you use flashbacks. I'm fine with that. Because like, I, I like the flashbacks. Give me three flashbacks per season. <laughs> what? Uh, no. a little. I'll put a number on it. Just, it's, and if, you know what? If you only need three to tell the whatever story you're telling, do that. But I'm just saying, like... At least this way, you, you're only using them where they're needed. You're not forcing them in when just just to have them. You know what I'm saying? 
And I think it's also, did you hear that um, he's going to be wiser this season? Where it's not going to be a situation where people give him advice. Yeah, he's, he's going to be going the one, one giving advice. But that's yeah. the same time. I mean, because I read that, but I'm... I was thinking to myself, heard it all before, because they said that was like season three. He, he said, heard be- it all before. <laughs> but they said they said that was going to be the Oliver in season three. He was going to be lighter. He was going to be more up upbeat. He was going to be advice giving. But then they, they, they did even, that, but it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my point. I'm like, so then we already tried this. But your lies ain't working now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my bad. You know exactly where yeah. I'm going. <laughs> Uh, anyway, keep it with the CW universe. They're uh, thinking of casting Elongated Man, which I don't really know much about him, but I'm kind of like, what makes him different from Plastic Man? I was they're just to say that. They're the, same, they're the same character, essentially. But they're uh, looking for a Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt type to play uh, Ralph Dinby, Dibney, who's going to be Elongated Man as like the comic relief of season four. And basically, elongated man, he can stretch. He's basically yeah. the Mr. Fantastic of DC. Say, same with Plastic Man. But they want him to play like a longer recurring type role, like even into season, like they want him to go, what does it say? He will be a major recurring guest star in season four and come back in season five. Like, I think I heard something about, you know, like elongated man and the carnival. Carnival? Possible like carnival related um, villains. Like, like being a carny? No, carnival. Oh. Like carnival related villains, I don't remember like names of them. I just remember like the remember really short guy was there. Is Longhead Man the one from Identity Crisis? I don't know what you're talking I, about. I just, I just know of it from um, like old old comics. Somebody's wife got raped in Identity Crisis. I don't know if that's a Longhead Man. Oh no, that's not Longhead Man. Is that Plastic it's, Man? It wasn't Plastic Man either. It was one of them. Oh, it was Plastic. It was that's one. Of, I don't know the, it was one of, I don't know the differences between those two. Hold on, I'm about to look that up right now. This is about the darkest fuck in this podcast. Yeah, because Identity Crisis was, was dark. dark. But yeah, while you look that up, uh, keep it with more CW news. Cress Williams, who's going to play Black Lightning, yeah. uh, he talks about, because uh, they asked him what makes this show different from all the CW superhero shows. And he says, what makes it different is that really we're a family drama. It was. Mm-hmm. The origin story aside, they don't have the ties of a family that's keeping them tied to reality. Our show is also just really dealing with a grassroots superhero who is not trying to save the world. He's trying to save his community. The fact that he just has the real world ties makes it different. And uh, talking about his powers, he, he says, uh, we haven't gotten into flight because Black Lightning char- the character can fly. But he said, I'm excited to eventually get to it. He has the ability to have limited flight, and that's the power I would love for him to have. He controls all things electricity, electrically, <laughs> electricity based, along with martial arts and hand-to-hand combat thing. Without getting into too much, there are things that the new suit provides that the old suit didn't. It'll be very fun. Let's put it that way. Mm. Okay. So, I'm excited to see that. Bring in static. Yeah, when's he gonna be surfing on a sewer a sewer cover, <laughs> a sewer lid? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. But I'm excited about that because they said it's just, it's gonna be a whole family of black superheroes, which never seen that before. Nope. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully the show is good. Actually, hopefully the show is great. And then hopefully it crosses over with the goddamn rest Ho- of the Yeah, CW hopefully verse. it crosses over with the Arrowverse. Fucking hopefully racism. it gets a second season <laughs> with the full 22 episodes. So Black Lightning, I'm excited about it. Yay. Uh. What were you saying about the thing you were looking up? Elongated Man was the the character for Disney Crisis. It was him, not Plastic Man? It was Elongated Man. His wife got raped by Dr. Light. Oh, yeah, and then later they had... 
to I mean Wait, Doctor Light isn't Doctor Light a woman? No. no. Teen Titans Doctor Light. I mean there is a version of Doctor Light that's a woman. There's Doctor Light is a guy and then later on because of Remember that, the Teen like, Titans cartoon? The, the oh. male Doctor Light? Mm-hmm. That guy, yeah. They had to rewrite him. The reason he's goofy which fucked me up if you've never read Denny Crisis spoilers. He's all goofy in Teen Titans because he got his brain um, rewired. rewired by Martian Manhunter? Was it, Martian? it was Manhunter. Some psychic, whoever the Justice League hero was. Because mm-hmm. he, he rapes a long gay man's wife and they had to make him forget. And then not all and the Justice League... the point League. where it changes personality. So that's why he's like... Oh. But not all Justice League members knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, is, this is not yeah, a Disney Crisis review, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's kind of like when they mind... It's kind of like when they mind write Captain America and... Uh, uh, damn it. Why is the name escaping me? And Illuminati. Illuminati. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Just like that. Uh, moving on. Uh, D23 news. They uh, mentioned about The Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. That is going to take place literally one minute after the first movie. What? Interesting. Okay. Wait, repeat that? Or was it? Uh, <laughs> Incredibles 2 is going to take place right after the second, like one minute after the first movie oh ended. Oh my God. Aged mm-hmm. too much for that to be the case. <laughs> it's just I mean, so long. And, yeah. I agree. And considering so that so much time it. has passed. I kind of wanted a time skip. That too, but because I also want to see uh, the baby. Yeah, as an adult, like with his powers, or at least like a like or a, preteen. Or a to- yeah, a toddler. Yeah, uh, but not only just that, but considering so much time has passed in the real world, it's not. It can't be the same voice cast, at least in terms of Dash and no. and the because they're grown. They're grown by now. Yeah, I mean, it might be the same uh, people playing the parents, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be the same uh, people playing the kids. It so be it'll better. be so it'll be weird. How many years has it been since the first Incredibles? I think the Were first Incredibles in, came out in like 2004. Yeah, we were young. 13 years ago? Yeah. It was before so high school. So if Dash was 8, he would be 21 now. See, I think they should have done that. And yeah. had the, the kid be the age that Dash and Violet were. Or if not that, at least maybe like a five-year jump or some type of jump. Not like right after. Yeah. Because that's because that's weird, yeah. especially considering that it's like I said, it's, it can't be the same voice cast. Because like I think no, I, I take it back. I think it should have been real time, just because I think and it'd be a really interesting story to see them coming of age, Dash and Violet, and see how Mister Incredible and his wife deal with that. You know what I mean? Like kind of the chickens leaving the roost. You have to let them go, be their own superheroes. Now it's a different struggle that parents have. You know what I mean? While like, still being superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what this news is going to be about, but I feel like that would have been an interesting way to take it. Just me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they say uh, it starts right as the first one finishes, so it just carries on, and there's a quip that uh, a minute will have passed. Oh, man. Yeah, this sucks. Because then, like, how, how dope would that have been if Dash was feeling like Mr. Incredible's Nightwing, like the Robin to his, to his Batman? And he wanted to go out and do his own thing and become like a Nightwing character. Yeah, like that. I mean, I, I'm 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 feeling what you're saying. It's a whole story there. It's just, it's just apparently that's not the route they're going. They, no. have, they have a different idea. I trust them. <laughs> what do I know? I'm not getting paid, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, movie, movies, movies, movies. Matt Reeves has confirmed that. We didn't say Matt Reeves directed Planet of the Apes, but there you yeah. go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Matt Reeves basically confirmed that they're starting from scratch. They're pulling a flash. They're starting from scratch with the Batman movies. What? They're starting from scratch. What does that mean? Uh, in terms of the script. Because, uh, ben- Again? Yes. 
thought they already did a page one rewrite. Doesn't when matter. when asked if he was working on uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Jeff John's script, uh, with revised by Chris Terrio, who wrote Argo, yeah, the Oscar winner. No, fuck he that. says no. <laughs> it's a new story. It's just starting again. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, and of course, he talked about it being noir driven and all that other stuff. So I'm thinking that all that talk about Joe Manganiello is going to be Deathstroke, that's not the case anymore, I'm going to assume. Because even he came out a while ago when they asked, are you still going to play Deathstroke? And he said, I have no idea at this point. I mean, again, that's just DC announcing shit before they have all their eggs in the basket. But like, come on, man. All these day one, page one rewrites or whatever. is ridiculous. But you know what? If you're going to... I just, I just like the idea of them, him looking at the Ben Affleck and... Uh, what was his name? What's his uh, name? Jeff ben Johns? Jeff Johns. Yeah, the Ben Affleck, Jeff Johns script going like, no. <laughs> He's throwing it out like, fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but... Honestly, it I should mean, be Red Hood. I, I hope they do that. I hope they go under the Red Hood. I still think it, it'll be a good movie because, I mean, look what he done with the Apes trilogy. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, I, I, still, I still would have wanted to see a Ben Affleck directed Batman. And then also, going with this news, honestly, I don't think... Because Contra- contractually, he has to do this movie, Ben Affleck. Yeah. Honestly, I think at this point, like after the first movie's done and Justice League and all that, he's out. He's out. That's you what really I think. That? I really do. No I really way. do. You realize that the, the second news breaks and it's official that Ben Affleck leaves the DCEU, the internet will implode. Yeah. And I will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're messed up. I will laugh. Because I just feel like. He's back. He's slowly backing away from this universe, like just like his level of enthusiasm. The fact that then also the fact that while this was going on, he was dealing with his divorce, yeah, and then also mm-hmm. his alcohol problems that he came out and said that he uh, had. Oh, really? Yeah. So that? all those BVS moments where he was drinking—that was just—that was in those character. That was, like, that was in Ben Affleck <laughs> character, not even Bruce Wayne. So yeah, then the fact that he dropped out of directing now for whatever reason it could be because I don't know if the studio issues or maybe he bowed out because because of because of, of the alcoholism. Curse. I don't know. Zack Snyder, mm, Affleck. That's terrifying. Don't do that. But I just like I just have a feeling he's not gonna he's he's not gonna keep going. Well, After- well let's 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 not count our eggs before we get let's the basket. Let's not jinx it, guys. Let's see Justice League first. Mm-hmm. Now, if Justice League sucks. Then I'll be like. Mike Wright. <laughs> Mike Wright is hell. Well, even after no. Joe, like he still has contractually, he still has to do at least this one Batman movie, solo Batman movie. But then after that, he doesn't have. No, to. I'm saying with just like tanks, oh, it's yeah, just well, like one more reason to be like, ah, I'm done, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, uh, what else? Oh, man, I hope just like is bad. <laughs> like I don't want it to be. But I kind of want it to be. <laughs> Why? It'd be really funny. It'd be funny, but like, don't you want a good Justice League movie? I do. I, do. I want a. I, really I don't do. want a good Justice. I want an awesome Justice League. I also League wanted movie. an awesome Batman v Superman crossover, but that didn't oh, happen. God. So, <laughs> and what we got just keeps on delivering. So it's like, <laughs> if it was terrible, it'll still be really good. <laughs> I don't know because people because people usually always say like why do you guys shit on BVS so much you guys hate DC it's not no, because we hate I, DC it's because we had such high expectations for this movie we wanted so this movie to be awesome and it wasn't it was not it awesome. was such a letdown I, I, that's I, why we, we sh- I think that's why we shit on it so much we were just gushing about because how we, we love these characters yeah. but I mean what did you like you said Batman is like one of your favorite superheroes yeah, he is so it's like 
Yeah. And I just know, like, you know, you know the character, so you know what kind of justice, haha, that character should be given in the movies, like the movie treatment, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when you've seen anime movies or just other movies that have done the character better or characters like those characters better. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got no excuse when you get a character like Superman, you do it better than Superman. It's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. All Might. What? All Might. Drop Might. <laughs> just copy it. I take copy All Might any day over Henry Cavill. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So what else? Moving on. Sony Sony News. Apparently, they are going to have, uh, in the Solo Venom movie, they're going to have Eddie Brock's ex-wife, Anne Wang, appear in the movie in some capacity, who plays She-Venom, she which I did not know was a are character. Are you kidding yeah, that's me? A thing. I did not know that was a character. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> you so like, Why are we having a She-Venom? Can we establish Venom first? <laughs> I don't know. Is she gonna like, be like she venom or she's mo- all sexy? Like all these mon- <laughs> yeah, all these monikers, she venom. Like, can we just call her something else? Like, I mean, she Hulk, she venom has to be. Isn't even a she Hulk yet? So we don't know what, if she's gonna be called that in the cinematic universe. Oh. I don't even know how you organically get to that. Like, oh, you're like a Hulk, but a girl, hmm. she Hulk. <laughs> I was like, what? How did you come up with that? Mm-hmm. Cause she the Hulk, <laughs> she Hulk. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be some ghetto guy. Yo, yo you see that Hulk? Yo, man, she Hulk. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> they might just call her Jennifer. Yeah, But, but that, that's the song they even introduced, which honestly, I would love to see she Hulk show up yeah, I would. In, the, in the MCU. If that was the next iteration of the Hulk not being Amadeus Cho, I'd be okay with that too. Hmm. Agreed. And uh, final set of news. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're okay with that, assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you don't like Amadeus? No, she's saying, because I said, if it wasn't Amadeus, chill, I'd still be okay He's with it. He's okay with it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, if Henry Cavill dies... Why not? Well, we you could get um, but what's I, his name? Honestly, oh, I'm fuck like, off. He's not gonna die. I have more chance of having Amadeus Cho on... Then fucking what was his name? Oh, uh, what's his name? No one remembers his name. Kang Kong. Kang, yeah, Kang, Kang Kong, Keenan Kong, Kenan. yeah, the new Superman. Uh, Kenan will never be on. Definitely, he's not even Kryptonian. So shut up. Whatever. Which I think is stupid. If they're gonna, if they're gonna make him Superman, he should at least be like be an Asian Kryptonian. Yeah, we're like. I don't actually know his origin story. What is he? He, uh, as far as I know, he's like this dick guy that becomes like like. Something happens with with Superman, like from when he had that explosion powers or something like that, Mm -hmm. and like some some of that latches on to him or whatever, and so that's how he gets his uh stupid his Superman powers or like he's not even Kryptonian, he's just called Superman Super Dash Man, kind of like Spider Dash Man. So he's just a dude. Yeah, Yeah, he's just a dude dude. who's an asshole who's slowly who's slowly becoming. But they call him part of the Superman family, even though he has not really. No, done. no one really. So why does he take the mantle of Superman? Just because he got his power from Superman? Because mm-hmm, he's inspired by Superman. Quote unquote. Oh. Well, but he's Chinese. Yeah. Uh, should, they should have gave him like. So this. I want him Emmett's show. They should have given prefer- him the Spider-Man treatment. Call him Superman. <laughs> like <laughs> Spider-Man. What? <laughs> That's what they call Spider-Man in the Japanese version. It's Su Dash Pi Dash. The man. Supida man. So, Superman. Do I have to say anything at this point? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> she's looking at me. She's like, keep digging that hole. <laughs> just keep digging that hole. Just bury yourself in it. I just looked it up because I'm like, am I telling this right? Yeah. Keenan's Kryptonian powers are the result of being infused <laughs> with Superman's life energy by an organization. Wait. Uh, and are organized around the Bagua. Eight trigrams used in Taoism to represent the fundamental principles of reality. Yeah, it's stupid. He has he's not a Kryptonian. Got you. Somehow, yeah, somehow he got Superman's energy or whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, your face. Yeah, it's 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 stupid. But apparently his comics are doing pretty well because they're still going on. Really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and he sh- he showed up in one of the recent Superman comics. Interesting. So Yay, Superman. I just wish he had a better fucking origin. <laughs> You want to tell me about the origins? I don't know what is up with Asian superheroes and shitty, shitty origin story. Silk? You can't get the leftovers of like the other Yeah, thing. I know. <laughs> it's not even like you get like the mantle pass. It's more just like... It's like the leftover what they had. Yeah, it's just like, can you have your name? I guess. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Spider, that spider bit Peter Parker, but hey, guess what? At the same time, it fell before it died. It bit her ankle. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? What's the last bit of news? <laughs> La- outrageous I have to be outrageous every once in a while last bit of news apparently Disney is having trouble finding it's Aladdin and Jasmine fuck you oh well obviously you fuck should get the guys Disney. that played um, Edward and Bell from Twilight well <laughs> probably <laughs> I have a headache uh, they did. It says they did a search worldwide of around 2,000 actors and actresses to read for Jasmine and Aladdin but they said they're having pro- problems finding so somebody that can many, sing and dance. So many. Which I kind of... You can't go to Bollywood and find them? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not, not even with that. Like, because I've, heard people, I've heard people say, why can't it be Dev Patel and all that? But they, like, Dev Patel's yeah. Indian. He's not Middle Eastern. So it's not the same, especially if they're saying they want Middle Eastern act. Because I've seen a lot of people name an Indian actor. Like, why Indi- can't Priyanka Chopra play Jasmine? She's because Indian. She's not Middle it's Eastern. Yeah. But even was, but, they're, but they're even still different. with that, I'm like, you have no problem. And granted, I know singing and dancing involved, but at the same time, it's still like, you have no problems finding Middle Eastern people to play terrorists. Lol. Yeah. Why I saw you, a meme. Yeah. Why is, how is it so difficult to find Aladdin? Know. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. they found an Aladdin on Once Upon a Time, and he's Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. Get him again. Yeah. It, it, like, Jesus. They don't have that superstar quality looking for. I don't know. I don't know. It's all yeah, bullshit. Sure. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I do. Feel, it's definitely bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, that's the final set of news. Find oh, your shit. Get your Aladdin. Get it hey, together. Hey Jordan, I had a question. What's up? What's your question? What was the worst thing from the show, The Mist? Fuck The Mist. <laughs> we ain't talking about The Mist. <laughs> Mist sucks. Everything about The Mist sucks. All right. Three episodes in. One monster sucks. <laughs> and even monster wasn't even satisfying. And before that, all the characters are shitty. And no, the episode yeah. one Rears was over. shitty. <laughs> episode one was shitty because like the the, the guy in the uniform. I get poor vision. If I'm gonna give, you I a get poor review. vision too. All right, moving on. <laughs> before we wrap up, though, let's talk about we do have an event next week. By the time this drops, I'll have an event on Facebook for all of my yes, fellow yes, cosplayers. Yes, yes. But we will be hosting a gathering at the Sony Square New York New York City space where New they York have a. City. They have okay. Spider-Man Homecoming experience. Mm-hmm. They'll have 4K media. They'll have three. It's awesome 3D modules they got going on with the Sony. Oh my god! Sony 3D visor. <laughs> and then we have photo ops, catering, all that good stuff. We have a VR experience that you get to actually wear on your head, 
and then you get to like be spider-man for like good five three minutes that shit, five minutes? Vertigo, man. That shit <laughs> was incredible yeah like like web slinging yeah web slinging yeah. web shooting yeah. whip, 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 it was really whip. funny and the thing is like i've always wondered why people are kind of stupid doing the vr <laughs> like experience now i know why yeah, it does give you a surreal sense of like height when you like look down, and you like have like that noise canceling headphones I've never, I've never on. Done, I've never done that before. It's three sixty. Cool. Can, can you can you put that on with glasses? Yeah, oh, you have to take your glasses. Okay, I did. It was really the funny. The visor is pretty big. So. Oh my god, I will show the video of Jordan doing it because I pulled a little. She pushed prank. me. I pushed him. <laughs> like and it freaked me out. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I have that funny. You see me seize up like. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, come see us. It's going to be next week by the time this podcast drops. So it's July 22nd. That's Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. That's going to get to Sony Square, New York, New York City space. It's next to Madison Square Park. Once again, yeah. next Saturday, which is on the 7th. July 22nd. July 22nd. July 22nd from 3 to, 3 5, to 5, p.m. 5 p.m. Sony Square, New York City. Yeah. yeah. Show up. You'll get to meet all three of us. Yes. Take a picture. We'll be there. Let's take a picture. Ask us questions. It'll be fun. We'll talk. And trust us, we sound the same. Yeah. And we yeah. interact the same. We'll talk at length about how we yeah, do Yeah, we'll BBS. talk to you yes. a lot. <laughs> we'll talk years off. You'll hate fun. us. We'll tell you how BVS sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bring up Static Shock and Buffy. <laughs> yes, you will. He does that in real life, too. <laughs> no, just I do. He's characters on DVDs at all times. Because yeah, even, even after... Uh, we Planet of the Apes. We got here about the podcast. I just started playing uh, yeah. final song of Buffy when uh, she finally uh, when she sacrificed gosh. herself. How, how did it at the end up? of season five? Because I'm like that Caesar moment. That's that sad music that they were playing. I'm like this reminds me of when Buffy sacrificed herself. Yeah. Like the way the piano, the way the piano wow. was playing in the in the thing. That's why I was like I, I got to go and listen to it. And like the Apes trilogy ended, Buffy should have ended then too. No. Anyway, that's what we for the week. Oh, it's been Jordan oh. with. It. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Damn. He's got a sword. Power sword. It's coming right for me. <laughs> All right. It's been Blur Version for the week, guys. It's been Jordan with. Really? Oh, uh, what are you? <laughs> what? Jamie. And Michael. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs>